Hello, everyone. <laughs> we'll go ahead and get right into it with a couple jams, as always. Hot and so hot and hurt. So hot and oh. Oh. 
hello, hello. How y'all doing? Lost in the script, episode 118. Dude. <laughs> How y'all doing, Lost in the script fam? Oh, no, I'm saying. just hoping that these niggas gonna change. They still remain the same. <laughs> How y'all doing? Hopefully y'all had a good week. A hot uh, ass week. It's been hot as hell. Now, tell the ladies to take off their clothes, George. <laughs> Your ladies. <laughs> Not you, nigga. George. <laughs> Shout out to Regina. Oh, uh, what up, what up? Grand arrival, grand elevations, and grand return to Duke and Travis, to the architects, to the oracles in the chat on this Saturn's day. I'm in and out today. We'll watch full video later. All right, all right. Question mark, exclamation. <laughs> Shout out to Kifa. Welcome back, Kifa. Well, welcome back. We missed you, Kifa. Shout out to George G-Dub. Yes, George. We got your H-Town versus Troop mix, mofos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis and, Travis and uh, George are complaining, arguing, debating. We're not versus H-Town. There really ain't no fucking debate. It really ain't. It really ain't to you? <laughs> no, you said it. Don't Hold try on, to I don't, die. I don't that know slick this music you, you guys are talking about. So. That was slick what you did. It is what it is. Keep for telling somebody to behave themselves today. To George, George, behave yourself. She was feeling that uh, Nelly is lady. hot in here. Now, <laughs> Kifa is welcome to do what she wants to do. If it's hot to her, she can do what she wants to do. Ready? Uh, George said, dance one. Don't cut HBI and play that STD song to sing along. He's talking to Kifa? No, he's talking about the song. Yeah, I think. Uh, they gave that man what he was asking for so he can bust a positive juice. <laughs> if Will Smith had a kid other than Jaden, he would feel like Summer. <laughs> Uh, Kifa said, "Ready for, for that information?" <laughs> Y'all supposed to whoop their ass in the chat. Yeah, in the comments on the uh, on the on the uh, the black woman, the DA, yeah, the Fanny big Willis, nut, Fanny Willis, Donald Trump. We talked about the story once again. We just we discussed this stuff. We talk about stuff, and we talked about the allegation that she had an affair with some uh, gang member. We were just talking. Yeah, they about lucky it. I couldn't type what I wanted to type. And there was in the comments that said they reported us for disinformation, <laughs> yeah. saying that Trump gonna be sued as he should. You can't use profanity in the chat. Well, she can't be sued if you can't prove it. If she decided to go for dis disinformation, there was no different disinformation or misinformation. I said disinformation. I meant to say um, what's the of word? what Trump said what's allegedly. The what they said you could sue somebody for uh, defamation. Defamation, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was in the comments saying mad with us. But let's go. Are y'all ready for this ghetto? <laughs> intellect conversation yeah let's go ahead and get right into it <laughs> just ghetto ghetto oh this ain't the first story either it's not the first story so hold on it's not the first story so i gotta go ahead this way shout out to brilliantly flawed what up what up brilliant peace to the goddesses and the gods in this saturday already i just talked to your niggas y'all niggas <laughs> talk to y'all niggas all right <laughs> All right, Clarence Savant, black godfather of entertainment and benefactor of athletes and politician, dies. If I'm not mistaken, he was 92 years old. He was old. 92. Uh, Clarence Savant, the judicious uh, manager, entrepreneur, facilitator, and advisor who helped launch or guide the careers of Quincy Jones, Bill Withers. I Bill like Withers. Bill Withers. Is, um, sunshine, ain't it? Ain't no sunshine. Yeah. And uh, was, yeah. many others who came known as the black godfather of music and beyond has died. He was 92. Keep in mind, most people didn't know about good riddance. Damn, George said good riddance. Uh, most people didn't know about this guy until Netflix did a doc. When Netflix did a documentary about him, that's when a lot of people found out about him. Yeah, he, he was, was kind like of a, behind the scenes. He's a shadow, but he had a black the most shadow. clout you can have. He had presidents, politicians, athletes, In his entertainers. Pocket. 
Obama, Roy the Clintons. Was, yeah, Roy was all them knew him and were. Which means he was a very high Luciferian. That Boule Luciferian, yes, and you know, yes, same thing. But yeah, he definitely is somebody who had a lot of uh, a lot of these high level people had a lot of reverence and respect for who he uh, was. Yeah, so. Quincy Jones said if you know. If you don't uh, reach out to this man, or you ain't go gonna make him, it, you ain't gonna make it. But I remember, I think it was like young rappers. You have to go through him to get moved up. It's a damn gatekeeper sacrifice. Yeah, I was gonna talk about that. Jacqueline Gray was that her name? Huh? Avant. Oh, Jacqueline Avant. Jacqueline Avant. Yeah, her maiden name was. Yeah, he, yeah, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021. Died Sunday at his home in Los Angeles. His daughter court. was he married? She married to the white uh, Netflix, the Netflix, Netflix CEO. The CEO. Yeah, his daughter is. Yeah. According to the family statement re, uh, released Monday, Avant's achievements were both public and behind the scenes as an, a name in the credits or name beyond the names. Born in a segregated hospital in North Carolina. He is from North Kakalaka. I got us in North Kakalaka. I, I can't get him no I'm just saying. I can't get We it. have to give that a shot. I'm sorry. No we can shot. say what he is and what we think about him, but he's gone now. Let the most high judge him. I'm just saying North Carolina is where the stars are born. But uh, North Carolina has became, has became a man of uh, lasting and wide-ranging influence in part by mining two pieces of advice from the early mentor and uh, music manager, Joe Glasser, never let on how much, you know, and ask as much as pop ask for as much money as possible without stuttering as I just did. So he's a very powerful man. Uh, we know that his wife died in an invasion, home invasion a few, like uh, last year, the year for last li- time. Last since year. COVID, I have a terrible, like once something go past like three weeks, it started to feel like it was two months ago. Time is going by fast. This thing is wrapping up. Yeah, we are at the end of summer already. Like we already Arena Gina said, also mob ties are so rumored to be. After yeah. I watched this doc, I decided this world is run by niggas. <laughs> Period. Racism and all the rest of it. It's just propaganda. Uh, is that white people? Yeah, white and um, proxy, et cetera, et cetera. Let me say this. I remember I heard a theory. Now, let me say that. Now, I don't. I listen to a lot of people, a lot of wide ranging opinions on people. And right. I have heard a theory that there's an upper class of black people. Now, when I say black, and we're going to talk about this later when we start talking about people and indigenous people. When I say black, we tend to think about us, black Americans, certain lineage. When I say black, I just mean skin tone. And that in the instance where I'm talking about what I'm talking about right now, <laughs> I heard a theory that there's a group of black people who actually run things and they actually <laughs> use other races to just make sure that they're not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That nobody even uh, gets curious about them. You talking about the tiny hats? No. Oh, who? I'm talking about this. This is a group of black people that actually run things. And they distract from their power by making it seem like there's no way a person who's black could have power. Okay. So when we talk about the Rothschilds and all those other families, it's like they just used as pawns. The real people in power are, you know. Now, I've heard that before. I didn't believe it. Because with my own beliefs and what I believe, that's not how it goes. But uh, yeah, yeah. George said this is a manufactured summer. Feel the D E W bitches. <laughs> uh, you have a manufactured uh, hurricane coming towards your way. <laughs> oh yeah, it's well. California. We gonna get to it. Hillary coming. Hillary coming to California. Hillary coming for y'all ass. Um, and she don't play. That's about the uh, Arkansas massacre. Hillary don't play. She keep hot sauce in her bag. Swag. <laughs> He said, Clarence was part of a generation that served as a bridge oh, from a Regina time. Regina said, I am of the same theory, Duke. Well, I don't share that theory, but I know people have that theory. I've heard that before, as well as uh, Arabs. There's people that believe that Arabs or the red beard Arabs are the people who really run the world. They're the ones with the most money and clout. It's not, quote unquote, Caucasians 
or the wild people, as they call them back in the day in ancient times, they said it's actually the red beard Arabs who are the ones, the wild men, the other wild men. George said he taking off, he calling off uh, Sunday, calling in Sunday sick because, you know, that hair came supposed to be there. Yeah, you better. By tomorrow. I, I got that white cough like, like Duke and Travis. <laughs> All right, Clarence was part of a... He got a Jewish cough. ...was a part of a, a genera- uh, generation that served as a bridge from a time when there was very little opportunity for people to uh, to a time when doors began to open. He was demanded... Uh, he demanded the world make uh, room, and he paved the way for the rest of us. Sometimes called the godfather of black music, he broke in as a manager in the 1950s with such clients as uh, singer Sarah Vaughn and Little Willie John and composer Lalo, uh not going to try to say that, I think that's a German last name, who wrote in the theme of Mission Impossible in the 1970s. He was an early patron of black-owned radio stations in the 1990s. Headed Motown after founder Barry Gordon Jr. sold the company. Barry Gordy. Found out that his lineage is... Found out that Barry Gordy's lineage goes to a white man. Apparently, allegedly. Which is not shocking. So, that all... It all makes sense. Yeah, it kind of do. When they allow certain people to get in a position, they know your lineage is. True. Obama. Certain people, they allow you to get big because they know where your true lineage go back to. But, yeah. Anyway. uh, Rest in peace to him and his judgment. Rest in piss. Damn. We don't... Hold on. We don't... We said we don't talk about the dead like that. If they talked about Jesus, oh here you go, your bullshit. <laughs> you know what the Jews say that the most that Jesus is supposed to be, he's supposed to be boiling in hell and and shit. That's Ooh. what the Jews believe that Damn. he's 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 gonna he's boiling in hell and shit. Well, what I heard from them is they said that uh, one he was just a normal man. I've heard that, and I've heard that he was just another prophet. He wasn't uh anything special. Can you really. believe somebody would say something like that? And I got a question for you about this right here. This is the last a quick story I added uh, right before we went on. Nigga, how you going to add a story and just... <laughs> NYC drug dealer gets 10 years in prison and death of actor Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams, known for The Wire. He was in that other TV show. Um, That's correct, George. The Torah. That's what it says in the Torah. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the other little show he was in? Lovecraft Country. He played as the father. Michael K. Williams, obviously The Wire. Who was messing wire. around with a tranny? Was it a tranny? It was a tranny. Oh, Yeah. Uh, he passed away after he took some drugs and it was laced with fentanyl. Did he have any wife and kids? I don't think so, no. Now he's, I from, ask you, he's from New Jersey too, right? Yeah. Newark, New Jersey? Yeah, he's from New Jersey. Uh, now, he was sent to do, it was 40, was sentenced to 10 years for providing the uh, wire actor with fentanyl laced heroin, causing his death. Let me ask you a question. If a drug dealer sell you drugs and you die, is he liable for that? No. You don't think so? Self-accountability. I decided to purchase that. But he didn't so know it was laced with fentanyl. That's the part that got him sentenced. The fentanyl. The fact that it had fentanyl in it means he had no... He That's had what no, they say. He didn't know it was in there. That's what they say. I will say there are some black people... At least some, it's, The numbers are starting to go up, I guess, of um, people using fentanyl. That's cheap. Now, as they said in the comments right now, George and Brilliant, there are people that say that he was not... It was not no fentanyl and heroin. It was... George said he was murdered. Greenleaf Floss said scapegoat. And George says that's a, that's fake, a story. fake story. So I've heard that obviously, obviously that's a story that people immediately came to saying that that's not why he was removed or whatever. It was time for him to be removed. They all have an expiration date like we do. Well, you know, they say in the contract, you get a certain amount of years of this. Some of them, it lasts longer. Certain people can be entrusted with certain secrets, so they are considered more reliable. Others, not so much. Or they can only handle certain things. Yeah, that's true. So, but 
back to the two-dimensional conversation about how a, should a drug dealer be held responsible for an addict's death. Well, I asked you the same question. How do they know? How did they find a drug dealer? When there's somebody famous, you're going to find a drug dealer. I'm just playing. I'm just playing, you know, naive at this point. Unless maybe he had his name written down. Maybe he, it was pretty easy to get in contact with the drug dealer. I don't know. But I'm going to ask you a question. What about Big Pharma? What about Big Pharma? I'm going to ask a serious question. We know what's going on with the so-called the jab. Should Big Pharma be held responsible for that if they made that decision? Decision for what? Getting it. Getting what? You know what? No, say the it. The jam. That's hard to say. It's oh, not what hard about to the say. opioid crisis? The what? The opioid crisis. Should these pharmaceutical companies... They and, are, though. They're, they're being that's paid That's what I'm saying. They're being held responsible, even though those people, they took it. What? <laughs> I'm asking you a question. You're going to give an answer. It's a difference. Go ahead, explain. Because that's supposed to be approved. That's a that that was approved okay, uh, yeah. jabs that they were giving to people. I'm, I'm talking about the, the opioids as well. Is that the same as the drug dealer, or is that more closer to the big pharma situation? That's closer to the big pharma situation. Okay. Because they're they're producing these pills and medication, putting it out and telling people it's safe to take. The drug dealer, like, hey, this is gonna get you high and fucked up. Well, he didn't tell him there's fentanyl in it, allegedly. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> anyway, what y'all think? Y'all think uh drug dealers should be held responsible for the death of a person who's using them? Let us know. All right, let's move forward. We know, George. <laughs> that was not approved. Um, Paramount drops plans. You must plans. not be familiar with the uh, Pfizer settlements. <laughs> oh, I do. I am. Uh, Paramount drops plans with uh, to sell BET state. For what? You just find a way to read nigga again? Read nigga? Oh. So <laughs> we 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 came up. Uh, what up, Brian? We were told a few weeks ago, months ago actually, that Tyler Perry it had been pretty much understood that he was now going to be the owner of BET. So apparently the contract was up. The money was da da da. And I guess you could say at the last moment, they backed out and decided not to sell BET. Uh, yeah, Perry, he's... <laughs> what do you think about this? There uh, several things could have happened. Um, maybe they saw um, an increase. I don't think that would do it because they're looking at the life. Or the life maybe they, they did not. Shout out to Tom Green. What up, Tom? Um. Maybe they didn't want to sell it to a black person. Go you read that. He got the Bill Cosby tr- treatment, punk ass B. <laughs> Tom Green said, I was In states, they don't hold the state accountable for getting shot because you can sue the state and win because of getting shot. Well, they, they also, I saw in Australia, they said it. Uh, yep. Black media made it seem like they already purchased it. That's what I was saying. We was one of those people that was like, we, I we guess reported we, it saying Tyler Perry now owns they, BET. Yeah, all these mainstream uh, outlets were saying he owned it. It was his. Um, now, I will say in Australia. Tom, this, not true. They have total immunity for any liability. Who the fuck watches anything on BET? EBT. <laughs> he called it EBT. Oh, EBT, yeah. The shot was voluntary. That, that's what I'm saying. 
that's what they're saying in Australia. Remember, we saw a video in Australia where a um, a politician was questioning somebody from Pfizer. Oh no, they were questioning somebody from one of these companies. These companies, and they was like, "Look, he kept asking them, did you guys do studies to show that this gonna cause myocarditis and all the other stuff?'" And she, they weren't answering the question. And then they, they made a, a statement saying that they don't believe anyone was forced to do this. So they're already getting escapability out of it. We didn't. No one was forced to do this. Tom, people made the decision on their own. Tom said, "I got money for being shot." Oh, George, George is going at Tom last week because of things Tom was saying about being in a hood. Okay, <laughs> that's why he's doing this shit. So Australia's already making a. You know, you know what's going on in Australia? They had full camps already made. They had people taking people from their homes and putting them in a concentration camp. But anyway. So Paramount said we're backing out. Entertainment conglomerate concluded a sale wouldn't result in any meaningful uh, delivery, deleveraging. Um, it says it's dropped its plan to sell the minority stake in BT Media Group, which includes the VH1, BT Cable Networks, and BT Plus streaming services, according to people familiar with the situation. The company notified bidders Wednesday evening that it decided to end the sale process because it concluded the sale wouldn't result in any meaningful deleveraging of its balance sheet, the people said. Initial bidders from the state and BET included basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal, who had been teamed up with TV producer Kenya Bears and rapper 50 Cent and Group Black, the Wall Street Journal's previously reported. So that was the people who initially tried to get it. That's the first three we reported on, and yeah. I was going for Mr. No, no, that's, Byron Allen. No, that was uh, with Shaquille O'Neal, Kenya Bears, and 50 Cent. We talked about that too, but in the second group... Oh, that was, that, were they the first group? Yeah, they were the first, okay, they they were initial the first people. They part of the Group Black. Uh, uh, other bidders included actor producer Tyler Perry, who was backed by a private equity firm, Area Alternatives. We're going to get into them. A subsidiary, a subsidiary of assets management company, Area Investments, Sean D.D. Combs, backed by investment firm, Harbor View and uh, Equity Partners, and media entrepreneur Byron Allen, the general reported. Now, Byron Allen didn't have no backers. He had his own money. Uh, the company had received bids from the state ranging from around $2 billion to around $3 billion, according to the people familiar with the situation. The fail sale process is a sign of how challenging the traditional cable television business has become as consumers cut the cord in favor of streaming services instead. Um, Perry got no real power. They treat him like he in a skirt with no Vaseline. Well, see, that's the thing. Um, I remember they were talking about in the NFL whenever somebody tried to buy an NFL team. The NFL don't allow people to come into the NFL who are barely billionaires. If you were worth a billion, you're not to them, you're not a billionaire. You need to be worth 10, 15, 8 billion so you can truly be able to afford this on your own. We don't want no group of 10 people buying a team. Sure. That's what these networks is. You're not really, they're playing with big money. It's about can you really stand on your own and buy something? Do you got real old money? That's what they call old money. Do you got family money that's coming back from the 1800s? And most of it don't. George's a little off, so I don't mind if I did. Did I did was send more, send some large members after him. <laughs> Um, so they said no. Now you think it might be them trying to, uh, negotiate for more money. That could be it. Are they pulling out of this to show? Uh, they said there, to there, would be no, there would be no, they're not gaining any profit or anything pretty much off of giving them. Remember, they did something that no business would, act, would ever do by coming out saying, we're looking to sell this to a particular group, black people. They said they, they Paramount came out and said, we want to sell it to someone black. What person who wants to make the biggest profit does that? So what were they doing? What were they planning from the get-go where they made that announcement and made sure to put that caveat in there? Maybe they were seeing how much interest. That's what I got from it. They could get off of. They were using this for market research. (laughs) 
And they concluded that they can get somebody to buy this. So if y'all buy you, if the black people buy for three billion, we know we can find somebody else who might give us eight nine. Because the the thing was, they took off like well, the black eight, reality nine, four, shows, five. like the love and hip hops. Yeah. They took them off of VH1 and put them on MTV. Yeah. Because VH1 was one of the channels that they were selling with yeah. BET. Yeah. So that made me think, hmm, interesting. Why would you take the black TV shows off of VH1 if you, if black people are purchasing it? Exactly. Now, this right here is the uh, the group that was behind Tyler Perry, who was expected to be the person that came out on top. He didn't get it. But these two people right here are supposed to be. The, this is the group that was backing Tyler Perry. Leslie A. Braun, who is, um, what is he? Who? Leslie A. Braun. Oh, he's Haitian. So he's a Haitian. Immigrant. Immigrant. Was his family born or was he born in Haiti? He's no, he's a native. He came here. Okay. And Melody Hobson, ain't no kin to me. She, <laughs> she's married to uh, George, guy, Lucas. George Lucas, the guy who created uh, the Star, Star Wars. Wars franchise and the Indiana Jones yeah, uh, so franchise. I I know of her. I've seen her before. Yeah, I've seen her before. So it's funny that she's involved in this, which is supposed to be like some um, black creative type um, And it's group. not. So it says a patent approach to private equity is an enterprise newly conceived for the times built on a four decade old foundation. I want to show, um, is it in the about? It's the about. All right, so you see right here, Area Alternatives Project Black. Which is backing Tyler Perry. Yeah, this is the one that's doing that. It said, uh, this is their mission. To scale minority-owned businesses to serve as suppliers of choice to Fortune 500 com- companies driving economic equality from the entry level to the boardroom. We aim to close the wealth gap by generating jobs and economic growth within unre- unre- underrepresented, underrepresented communities with a focus on black, Latino, and Latina communities. Why are they separating Latino and Latina? I don't know. Shouldn't it just be um, Hispanic or they could have just said brown? Well, they did, I guess they didn't want to say black and brown because that's... Getting well, little... they fucked up when they put the underrepresented communities and the Lato, Latino and Lat, Latina communities for me. Who was... I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Black Lives Matter. Who was it that um, separated black men and black women on their mission statement? Hold on. EB... Does EBT have a morning morning cartoons? I have no idea what program is on that channel. Behind Tyler Perry... Pause. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't remember any cartoons, only EBT. No, Shout out to Sassy Shantae. What up, what up, what up? Shantae G is the name. Shantae G. <laughs> Shantae G. G checking. All right. Uh, Mike1212, one, two, one, two. I've been here since Nelly was sweating, but my comments was not coming up. Who blocked me? <laughs> only person I can think of is George. I don't know. Somebody put you on timeout. <laughs> nah, man, that's a think tank. Hold back in Tyler Perry. Who back in Tyler Perry? <laughs> hey, oh. this, these are the, these are the financial backers. <laughs> these are the financial backers. But um, yeah. So this is the group behind them. I wanted to. I could have just showed this right quick instead of just that HIV got your girl. That's why they was blocking your comments. Was hot. <laughs> Haitian immigrant CEO. This is him. Haitian immigrant. Uh, want to show? Hold on. Uh, this is her. Melody Hobson. Like, it's not really a group. They say it's for it's a black group, but it's not really. Travis was backing him all the way. I have right. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> all right, let's uh, move forward. So they ain't going to sell it. It's going to stay where it is, I guess. 
They'll find out. We'll find out in a year or two what they really was planning this whole time. Why they even did this. Right. Laughing my ass off. Hush your face, George. <laughs> Blindside. Subject former NFL player Michael Orr alleges Tui. Is that their name? Tui. Tui the made Tui. millions off a lie. That's their name. You know, I remember when this movie came out, and I remember watching this movie, and it just seemed. It, it, now, this is going to sound crazy. It reminded me a lot of Monster Ball. The reason why I say that is because it was just so much sad, sad, just. It just, they just made him so pathetic. They just made it like, damn, these white they people got to save him. They didn't make him pathetic. Them. They made him dumb. That's you, what they made him. They, it, it was just like they really sold it as these white people had to just save him, not only from his surroundings but himself. They made the son teach him how to play sports, and when he they just made him just this big, goofy dude. Uh, well, now he's saying that they made that all movie that. was horrible. Feeding the nigga chicken in the closet, Bruh, It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was crazy, bro. I'll never forgive him for that movie. So, uh, Orr, Orr, whose life story became the subject of the Oscar-winning 2009 movie, is suing the Tennessee couple. Did you? Did y'all see the pictures that's out there with him and the wife and the wife and the daughter? Now let me say this: Travis was on this years ago. Cause remember, this Orr dude—he's been talking bad about this movie. Since like 2011, 12. He been said, I don't like this movie. This movie did a poor representation of me in the story. Travis was saying back then that the mama was on something else with him. I said he was hitting the mom and the daughter. I don't know about it. Because there was a picture of him in like a group photo with his arm around them. And the husband was just standing off to the side. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. I ain't going to say they was doing nothing, but. It was kind of weird. Kiefer said the movie sucked, couldn't finish it. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, former NFL star, I don't know if I could say he was a star, Michael Orr, whose inspirational life story became a subject Oscar-winning 2009 movie, The Blind Side, is suing a Tennessee couple who took him in as a teenager. He was 16, right? He was 16. All right. Uh, Orr, 37, who won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens during eight seasons in the NFL, alleged in a uh, legal petition filed on Monday that late and Tui and her husband, Sean Tui, tricked him into signing away control of his financial affairs. Uh, he alleged in the filing that instead of being legally adopted by the Tuis, <laughs> as he was told, the Tuis instead established a con- uh, conservation con- conservatorship over uh, which allowed them to be profit from his name. The lawsuit was seeks to dissolve the con- uh, as that the Tuis used their control over Orr's affair, affairs to uh, rake in millions of dollars from the success of The Blind Side. Now, uh, the film earned more than $300 million at the box office and earned a Best Actor, Best Actress uh, Oscar for Sandra Bullock, who played whatever, whatever. Uh, he, he, made a, he wrote a book or a memoir in 2006 of the same name, charts the story of how, uh, or Michael Lewis, I'm sorry, wrote a book about him in 2006. Also, uh, Michael Orr, he has a memoir. So, <laughs> Lawson, anybody who made a bag off that movie professionally, professional scammers, I salute you. <laughs> However, Orr's lawsuit says the premise of the film, its adoption by the Tuis, is false. The live Michael adoption is one upon which concern, uh, Leanne Tui and Sean Tui have enriched themselves at the expense of the their ward, the uh, unsigned Michael Orr, the legal filing says. So basically, when he was 16, he went in with them. They told him they want to live with him. They end up having him right over his control of his uh, financials and all that other stuff. Signs of really right over the control of his life. They end up allegedly had like a movie they try to do get financed through their neighbor. 
and that led to them getting a block, getting a deal to get the movie done. Apparently, the two parents and their uh, biological two kids were paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> he didn't get nothing. They then got two point five percent. This is what Travis found. They got two point five percent of the proceeds, proceeds or the revenue Off of the of. movie. So they're still getting checks. He didn't get nothing. That's his dumb ass. Now, yeah, we're going to make Travis stand on that, too. Now, Travis said he just dumb. Now, it says that the blindside lawsuit to his family intends to end conservatorship for Michael Orr. Uh, so they responded. You saw this already? Mm. You know what they said? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't see that. Sorry. Uh, he fought a petition, uh, court shows, the yeah, sounded uh, whatever, whatever. So now they're saying huh? Dirty. He did. He got uh that one. He got that wop. <laughs> he got <laughs> that bunny ranch. Uh, lawyer Steve uh, said that Tui's wealth outside of Orr, who made more than $30 million during his eight-year NFL career, was more than enough. <laughs> they don't need his money. They never needed his money. Mr. Tui sold his company for $220 million. Uh, who coached the board both in high school and the collegiate level as a head football coach, uh, as an assistant coach at the University of Mississippi. Wait. Now, we were talking about how we know there's a lot of families, especially wealthy families. They have this thing they do where they adopt really black kids from poor neighborhoods that have a promise in athletics or something like that. So they go get some dude who play high school basketball or football who got a 40 inch vertical or run a 4-3 and they'll bring them to the suburbs and groom them to go into the NFL. They'll sign um, deals with shoe companies, colleges to make sure they go a certain route. It's like a, it's like a, they funnel them to a certain college. So it just so happened, the same guy who coached him in high school also went with him to go coach on the college level. So we know sometimes it'd be the parents. The, we know coaches are heavily into, especially the AAU level. Coaches make sure they convince the player to go to a certain college based off a shoe company. So if Nike is sponsoring an event and they want him to go to Kentucky or they want him to go to Duke, then the coach will sway him to go to one of those colleges. So that might be something that's going on with this. True. So now they're saying they wouldn't have let it go. They, we didn't need his money and all this other stuff. And Brilliantly flawed said never needed his money, just made a bag off of his likeness. Exactly. So now we found out that they're worth about $100 million, even though they said he sold his company for $220 million. Um, well, they own franchises like uh, Taco Bell. I think they own 115 Taco Bells and KFCs yeah, so and Freddy's. They own a lot of restaurants. Like yeah, they got Rest- restaurant franchises. Yeah, so the money is long. They got a lot of money. It's just, but it don't hurt to get more money. It never hurts to get more money, so especially when you talk not... about back then. <laughs> you want to make it? Ain't, it ain't just about making money. It's also about building a relationship. We don't know why they convinced him to possibly go to a certain college or something. It might have been some business deal they had going with something else. Just build some friendship here to help you out over here. So we don't know. Um, we already know that he's seeking separation. Um, now, people are bringing up his now wife, who he married last year. But before we get to that, let me show. I want to show this video. Because as Travis said, there are some people who look at this story and say, you can't be adopted at that age. Why did you think you could? You were uh, almost 18 some people are just saying he was just <laughs> he was just stupid. What did you see that made you think that? Um, because I'm I'm going to the age where 
the movie came out when he was 23 years old. He wasn't a child. Yeah. So I feel like he should have gained enough experience to be like, okay, they're doing a movie about my life and I'm not receiving any proceeds from the movie. Maybe he was no. just naive to the family. Oh, sorry. Hold on. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> Got a little phone call. All right, I'm going to play this video. Um, so you said the reason why you think he was dumb is because of what you saw. I didn't say what I said. All right, go ahead. There ain't nothing else to say. You, you didn't That's finish. What I, I did. I'm, I'm finished with saying what I had to say. Well, I, I'm lost. I'm off track now because of the phone. What did you say? I'm not repeating myself. Just hit the play button. They heard me. Two questions. I think I and everyone who reads this book comes away from it wondering what happens to Michael. One of the first things I did after I read it was go on Google and look him up. Um, can you give us an update on how he's doing if academically? You Google him now. I Google him now. Um, he's on Dean's List at Ole Miss, which is <laughs> a lot of Dean's List at Ole Miss. <laughs> uh, he, uh, but you know what? Which is, says now listen to this. Google him now. I Google him now. Um, he's on Dean's List at Ole Miss, which is says a lot about the Dean's List at Ole Miss. He says he's on the Dean List at Ole Miss, which says a lot about Ole Miss. So he's saying the fact that he's on the Dean's List is a poor representation of their education level at that school. <laughs> uh, he, uh, but you know what? In fairness to Michael... Uh, you know, Bear Bryant had that funny line. The, the former coach of uh, Alabama Crimson Tide once let, he once said to a reporter, "We want to have a school that makes the football team proud, or that the football team can be proud of." Uh, and um, a lot of these schools sort of have inverted their purpose in life. That there are schools like Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is not even the best example. <laughs> seem to exist mainly so that they can sustain a football team. And they then take these kids, many of whom are from the underclass, poor black kids from ghettos around America, and let them into the school, get them in however they can get them in, and then they create a track for them inside the school. And the track is not designed for them to get an education or even to actually engage with the school outside of the football team in any way. It's designed to keep their grade point average to the level where they can continue to play football. And if you watch the serious football schools, Florida State's probably the best, on TV, 
Now, I was selling you the idea, of course, the NCAA, they, they are selling you that this is actually a school behind this football team. And so, they, so you get what you're saying. Basically, saying they, they put these kids through the, the system, make sure they can play sports. They don't care about the actual education. Which is funny, I want them to have a slave mentality mind. Who? These kids. They're not being educated. They're not being informed. They're just playing sports. You said they have a slave mentality? The kids. The ones that the athletes. But they see it as an opportunity to get out of the hood. You get their mama out of the hood. Is it an opportunity to get out of the hood? Yes. They got a chance to go to the NFL. Now you can get NIL. You get out of the hood and gain what? Money? Money. But you don't gain any knowledge, any understanding. They don't care. They want to get out of the hood. That's the point. They don't care. That's the. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I guess I agree. I'm saying they okay. want to get out of the hood, get some money to get their mom out of their buyer house. That's all they care about. I remember a few, a little while ago. I remember. Um, but that's why they don't maintain the wealth. That yeah, that's part of it. Um, a lot of these colleges, like Oregon, Alabama, these real big schools, Ohio State, Florida State, they have these extravagant locker rooms. Like it's just TVs all over the place, lounges, bowling, bowling alleys. Uh, whole rooms dedicated to video games with big TVs, and they do that so that the players don't feel the need to, like you said, go around campus. Nigga, you live in pay to paycheck to paycheck. I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. They want to keep the athletes away from the rest of the students. They don't want the athletes to leave the training facility. They want you to stay over there, stay with the sports, don't go on campus and wander around and try to frolic with the other students. Just stay over there. That's how they. That's how they look at the athletes when they come to their schools. Like Duke, North Carolina, they all have this program created to uh, make sure you go exactly where you want you to go. I remember I saw a story a few years ago of a, a dude who was in the NFL. He got injured, CTE. I think he was in his like early late 20s maybe, and he couldn't read. He was, he was, he was with a, uh, married with a child, and he was learning how to read with his son. It was crazy. I ain't never seen nothing like that. All right, let's move uh, to the next part. Let's go. This right here is a picture. Somebody pointed out. It said, never forget when uh, the mother, Tui, rushed profiled two black boys and then turned them into a good, a feel-good post. She said that she uh, gave them money and tried to help them out. Neither one of these kids needed money. They weren't poor black kids. <laughs> these are just two random black kids that she assumed was broke. And thought they needed help from her. This is the white savior complex that they have, which is why I think that has something to do with uh, why they did that with Michael Orr. This is Michael Orr's wife. Immediately when people found out she was married to a black woman, they immediately started saying, oh, that's why <laughs> he trying to rec- fix stuff from in the past. Because they assumed that she's the one that got him to start going back and looking at stuff and correcting certain things. But he's known this woman since he was in college. He has four kids with her, with her. So that has nothing to do with. And he just now married her. I guess so. He got four kids with her. They've been together since his sophomore year in college. So they married now. She she hung in there. Nothing new in the, Oh, she, that's a, that's bad. She has to hang in there. She hung in there. All right. Um, now that he's uh, he has no ties with Leanne. He's um, marrying her. <laughs> Leanne was the side, was the main. Which one? Leanne was the main. She was the side. She couldn't be. She went with the kids and living with them. A few people on You social- like it ain't side chicks out here that got kids. And not, they not the main. You living- How do we know she was living in a house with them? They've been together. What are you talking about? They could be together for all these years, but live in different households. They did live together. People break up, get back together, break up, get back together. 
A few people on social media want Sandra Bullock to return her Oscar. Nobody was saying this. This is just the root. Nobody was taking it that serious. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck about no damn uh, Oscar. So now this is There's the There's fiction stories out there all the time. Huh? So there are stories that are not true out there all the time that people win Oscars off of them. Exactly. So this is them lying on black. They're trying to say that Twitter, black Twitter said this, and nobody was saying this. This is them trying to just use that energy to create a false narrative. That's just the root for you. All right, let's, um, what's this now? Oh, y'all got a what's called for this? Hold on, y'all. Here we go. Hurricane Hillary is headed to California. Hurricane, Hurricane Hillary could dump over a year's worth of rain on parts of the Southwest. This mm-hmm. ain't normal. No, it's not normal. Harp. Cal- I hope, you know, I sure hope that that flood doesn't flood California. It would be a shame for some people. <laughs> now, they did say, uh, now, remember, we were just talking about a few months ago that California and a lot of the West Coast is going through a drought and it could be water wars in the future. Now they're saying a hurricane is coming to California and could put over a year's worth of rain and floods and all the other stuff. <laughs> so now they ain't getting rain, but they're getting, uh, they're getting the hurricane now. Let me just show. Concern is growing. Hurricane Hillary will unleash a prolific amount of flooding rainfall in the Southwest uh, U.S. as parts of California as it makes a rare move over the region Sunday into clear um, to early uh, next week, triggering a tropical storm warning for parts of South California, Southern California. Uh, Hillary could dump more than a year's worth of rain in parts of the states. California, Nevada, and Arizona could have, uh, because of the threat, parts of California face a rare high risk of excessive rainfall. The level four four threat is the first to uh, ever be issued for this part of Southern California. What you thinking? We know that this is this is fake weather going on. I said it here yesterday. It, was, it had been 80 degrees, well, 90-something degrees the whole week, and yesterday it just dropped to 73 degrees yesterday. Cloudy skies, well, weather, weather overcast. Can, weather can be random, I guess. Random can be random. <laughs> but we live in an era where we have to be put our antennas up and go, something ain't making no damn sense. Now, this is the, the Hawaii situation. The Hawaii fire, we talked about this last week a little bit. Um, because we brought up the Obamas and all that stuff. It says, was Maui's emergency operations chief in over his head? So the, the chief over their uh, emergency operations was a man who they said had no formal education. And that he somehow beat out 40 other candidates who did have the... Because he was chosen, not elected. Exactly. Selected. Herman uh, lacked formal experience in uh, emergency uh, response but beat out 40 other applicants for the job and says he was prepared, uh, was not an expert in emergency management when he was hired to lead the Maui Emergency Management Agency in 2017, trained in political science and law. He has no formal education in disaster preparedness or response. And prior to his current role, he, <laughs> he never held a full-time job dedicated to emergency management. The reason why they're bringing this up is because when this fire first began, he did not send out emergency alarms. He didn't do it. Which means he was told don't send out So people long. was told people was didn't know nothing. So they sat there. Some people a lot of people died. Was that ninety something now, hundred something? Is over hundred. Over hundred over now? So over hundred people has died in this fire because Some people said the number that they given out is not even a real number. It's closer to 
Two, three hundred. And it's possible. Let me uh, go to the next. Now, Biden, <laughs> in his endless wisdom, came out and offered $700 single payments to these people that lost their homes and stuff. Which is an insult. <laughs> Biden slammed for offering insulting $700 payments to Maui wildfire victims. He would never offer $700 payments to your, the Ukrainians. Oh, no, he gave them billions. Also of- authorized one-time payments of $700 per household to folks who've been displaced so they can do the immediate things of just taking care of medications and prescriptions that they so badly need. Now, they're saying that this, this is nothing- and this is a kind of a, a cut for me because I was just talking shit about Hawaii last week and how mm-hmm. they are part of the United States. They are considered a state. I know. And they are advocating. They want them to get out of yeah, what they call it. A, they wanted to get out of their country. They not said their they're state. being occupied. Like I they're said, they're being last occupied. Week. And it's it's a shame how the U.S. Nah, fuck all that. Last week, and the elite class no, bullies no. these countries and these places. Last for week, themselves. Last week. Yeah, I said what I said. You they said, are a state, and they need to get over it. What you were saying? They do need to get over it. Now, you, all because right. until they not, until they're not in power, there ain't nothing they can do about it. Now they're saying that this payment thing is not a Biden situation. They're saying this is the this is the most he can give. He has restrictions to the amount he can give in emergency relief. What's the, the, um, what's, the name of, to... what's the name of the thing that they get the money from? Um, not FEMA. The other one. The re- Not the relief fund. I forgot the name of it. That's Basically, there's a policy. He can't give more than this right now. So now they're trying to get citizens to obviously donate money. Yeah, at the grocery stores, and I hit Oh yeah. none. Would you like to donate to the money? Nope. <laughs> All right, let me... Uh, now... There are theories out there about how these fires started. Some people say that it's possible that, you know, Hart obviously was a part of this, a DARPA. Some people, now there's a picture out there of um, a laser starting to fire. Now this is, they said it's been debunked. This is not real. This is not true. But there are weapons that exist that are patented, that are real, that could do the things that some people are saying is happening. Some people said that the fire was started and a hurricane was brewed up. <laughs> so, so that they could blow the flames, blow the flames. I'm sorry, across the bushes, the create bush fire, and they could blow the flames over to the houses, so that they could create opportunity for people to buy up a whole bunch of land. As we know, a lot of these celebrities own a lot of land over there. So this is the hypersonic air breathing weapon concept. Uh, the system that operate at hypersonic speeds. By the way, didn't uh, Russia just come out and say that they have hypersonic missiles? What now? Russia. Yes. They said they got hypersonic missiles. Yes. Which are unstoppable, and America wouldn't be able to do nothing to stop it. It's too fast. That's what they say. He said, if you look at the messenger, dude, I gave you uh, a lot of info. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and go right. What is this one? This right here. Northrop Gunman. That's a Beyond the Boost supporting Artemis. It amazes me how often these companies, these op- uh, organizations, um, use ancient uh, deities a part of their program. So, Aramaeus is a deity from the Greek, is the goddess of the hunt, the wilderness, wild animals, nature, vegetation, childbirth, care of children, and chastity. 
Now, this same company is the company that created something uh, called the, uh, what is it called? The uh, unmanned aerial, what's it called? The aerial something system. You remember? Can't recall the name. The aerial something system, I can't remember. Basically, it could create uh, beams of energy from a distance to create fires or really to blow stuff up. But on a lower level, you can just create fires with it. Let me just go forward right here. Now, this is what I'm talking about. The USS Portland. Now, this is from, uh, what's the guy's name? I forgot his name. Oh, you talking about the the the, the North the Northrop gunman? Who yeah, you ta- yeah, him. The USS Portland conducts laser arm weapon system demonstration test. Now, this is from 2020. Now they're saying these same. We're um, <laughs> not doing the Umar show. <laughs> now they're saying that this created a fire, and I'm just going to show you the picture right quick. Hold on, right here. Now, this, once again, they said this is debunked. This is not real. Cause there are pictures that this is not in there. I'm not saying this is real. But people are saying that this was this is a created, orchestrated thing by the government. Now, they're saying that this USS Portland that has this ability to do this was outside of Hawaii seven days ago, right before the fire started. Seven days before the fire started, should I say. It was seen outside of it. It says a lot. Maybe it's just a coincidence. It's not coincidence. Uh, the residents of this place on fire worry a rebuilt Maui town could slip into the hands of affluent outsiders. It's too late for that, buddy. <laughs> Buckaroo is old. <laughs> they about to they about to come in and buy up every damn thing. Some of fires is put out and they start introducing Oprah owning a major parts of Hawaii and they want to turn Hawaii into a uh, smart city. Uh, they want to turn that area into a fifteen minute city. A 15-minute city. That was Kifa. Well, yeah. I'm. Do I have that up here? I, I should already have that up here. All right, let me just go through this real quick. Project Blue Bean. This is what George was talking about a few weeks ago. Project Blue Bean. Now, Project Blue Bean is pretty much them trying to create um, a situation where you will fall for the belief that some deity or something is coming and it is your true creator. That's why you see the aliens becoming a thing. Yep. Um, they put propaganda propaganda on the History Channel, yeah. saying that when the aliens come back, uh, they're going to come back and people going to they're going to say we created you, and yeah. Blah blah blah. So you see right here it says uh, Project Blue Beam is conspiracy theory. That's what they call everything about a suppo- supposed project whose purpose is to create an artificial second coming in order to control people. As per the alleged theory, the new world, the new world order's purpose is one to abolish all Christian and traditional religions in order to replace them with one world religion based on the cult of man. Uh, all na- to, to abolish all national identities and national pride in order to establish a world identity and world pride to abolish the family as known today in order to replace um, them with individuals all working in the glory of one new world government. I'm going to move forward. It says, U.S. shoots down mysterious object speculation of, over aliens, Project Blue Ring Girl. This is what I'm talking about. They're saying that the aliens is real because they're already bringing this to fruition. Let's move forward. Um, the patents. I'm just showing you the type of stuff they got. Devices and methods to create emotions, creation of emotions. These these devices can change the emotions of people. I cannot remember the name of this person. 
But that was a uh, performer from back in like the 70s who was called crazy, was put into a institution. And they said that they were taking, um, they said that they were taking, he said at least that they were taking memories, or not memories, ideas directly from his brain. And, and it, remind, it reminded me when Michael Jackson said the reason why he made sure anytime he thinks of something, he'd do it immediately is because he's scared that Prince is going to steal, that God is going to give it to Prince. Now, the name of the technology that's supposed to, be, supposed to be doing this was called the God Voice, the Voice of God, I'm sorry. The name of the technology was called the Voice of God. And Michael Jackson said that when he thinks of something, he do it immediately because he's afraid that God is going to give it to Prince. <laughs> oh, that was a deity. What was that deity? Uh, Regina said, from birth, we've been programmed to believe in a God outside of ourselves and to ignore the God within. Well, that's why I tell you in the book, ye are gods. Uh, man, that'd be <laughs> uh, nervous system manipulation by le- electromagnetic fields from monitors. I'm not even going. I'm, this is the type of stuff they got. If you want me to, I can put it into the description. Y'all can go through it. Uh, many celebrities own property on Maui. Oprah Winfrey and Jeff Bezos are among those who have uh, part-time homes on the island. Now, this is from 2023, August 10th. The wildfires that have killed at least 55 in Maui are burning on an island and that contains a part-time homes of billionaires, including Oprah Winfrey, Peter Thiel, and Jeff Bezos. The presence of celebrities and tech executives on the island has in the past created tension with locals. Few on the high-profile owners have come on, commented quickly on the status of their homes during the crisis. Mr. Winfrey and all them, whatever, whatever. So there's already a lot of celebrities there. So with all these fires causing all these homes to be burned down and when they try to rebuild it, we know, we know the play. We know what they're going to do. Now, we brought up last week that Obama's house hasn't been touched by the fires, but that's because his house was supposedly on a whole different island from the fires. When I saw that, I said, of course it is. (laughs) Of course his house is a different island. You're going to have his house on the same island that's on fire. But um, Ye are gods often imitated. Good morning. Uh, How you doing, Mama Pam? Mama Pam. Where are you located in the world? Morning. <laughs> Link in the bio. <laughs> All right. Uh, sold his soul to the devil. Barack Obama's ex-brother Malik shares throwback photo of president called him a snake and a traitor in a Twitter rant. Uh, he began on August 13 when he wrote me and snake president Barack Obama when he nobody along with throwback photo of them in Kenya garb. The next day, he commented before he became a snob on the post. The vitriol spilled into more tweets that read, "I just want to be, <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to be a fake uh, snake, big brother." But he rejected me. He, President Barack Obama, is a fake ass snake and a traitor, and he has sold his soul to the devil. I remember somebody made a point. They said that they were warned about Obama in 2008 because a cousin of Obama said, "Be careful." Why is it Shantae Amad? Oh, my going. She's not a mod. She just said that how she get in here, but I got blocked. I should be a mod, man. Oh, my fault. She's talking about my pal. <laughs> <laughs> a $5 feet picks for less. Oh, shit. Man, get out of here. <laughs> That's George type. <laughs> George will check you all after the video, uh, Mama Pam, if you are a white woman. <laughs> just feet? That, we paying $5 for feet? <laughs> I ain't paying no damn $5 for feet. Uh, this is the post. Nonsense. 
This is let's go by the Travis that nonsense word. <laughs> oh George, oh yeah. <laughs> you booted her, but you'll link up with her later. Uh huh. <laughs> non- nonsense. What kind of brother is that? I buried my children uh, alone. I buried my aunts alone. I buried my mother alone, and I buried she my grandmother <laughs> alone. What kind of brother is that? Fake ass snake. I know what peace pride my brother's keeper. George, she's not blocked. What up, Honorable? What up, Honorable? Praise God. Selling feet for $5. Praise God. Yeah, this is brother. This is Obama, um, Obama brother talking shit about him. Yeah, he going he gonna to link up with her later. <laughs> George going to hit up Mama Pam. <laughs> yeah, he going to link up with <laughs> George acting all tough in the chat. George, you ain't shit. He gonna be like, how, so how was you? How you doing? He gonna DM him later. <laughs> I, I didn't have blocking it. I, I guess I had them on timeout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I want to show this because we talking do about half. It. Do half siblings from the father count? Yes, that's the yeah. Not everybody say so. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Stand on it. Half siblings from the father is the one that counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what up? What up, Dre? Speaking on the Hawaiian situation, last week we talked about the indigenous people around the world. We said how Hawaiians, they're not black, <laughs> but they have features that are considered the same as what we consider black people to have. And this right here is, uh, this is, uh, I think this is uh, Asians. These are the indigenous age. Those are like the sign people. Yeah, these are the indigenous Asian people. Like I said, these are not black people when we talk about black a lot of you can even when i talk about in historical context when i say there's there was black people in europe not in my family <laughs> only the mother children are our brothers and sisters uh do you do you go by the bible context because we don't know her beliefs we don't know her beliefs we don't know your beliefs honorable uh my beliefs is the father this is a healthy debate <laughs> we don't want no smoke. <sighs> um, and the, the Bible book. said you are the seed of your father. I better have a bro, blue rinse. That's all. I, that's all I know. <laughs> you will have. You one will have one. We 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 deeply apologize. You can give it to right now. Uh, Shantae. Hold on, on Shantae. Hold on. All right. Hold on. You're gonna have me in here singing Tank, saying, "Please don't go." Is Please. it Tank or was it the other dude? Who's singing "Please don't go"? Is it Tank? It's Tank. It's Tank. Please don't go. There you go, Shantae. All right, there you go. You Throw your ranch one. around. You can block anybody you want to. <laughs> you can put anybody on timeout that you feel. Look, 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 he, he hint, hint, Shantae, too. you have the power. Put their ass on timeout. Anybody. <laughs> All right. So when I say there's black people in that were black people in Europe or Russia or China, I'm not talking about black people as we know. Us. I'm saying they were dark-skinned people. So this is in China. Um... Uh, or at least Asians, should I say. These right here are the Fiji people. As you can look at the Fiji people, <laughs> block me, I bet. What's up? <laughs> block George. <laughs> oh, these are the Fiji people. Now, when I first saw the Fiji people, the ones I saw at least, they they reminded me of some family members that we got. They reminded me of some family members that we got. Uh, I, I would say Fiji people look uh, like uh, black Americans. Some. Some. Some of them have that... Uh, Australian look. 
He's a Malaysian. Okay, she said, I don't follow religion. I follow my ancestors. U.S. slavery had nothing to do with the seed of one's father. You inherit your mother's status. You talking about that's politics. That's uh, you talking about laws of the land. I mean, according to scripture, until you go based black on the law and of the land. white realizes they are crayon colors, our status to the convention will continue to reflect on a dog chasing his tail. The conversation will continue to reflect on the dog chasing his tail. I'm gonna try to use my lows for good, not evil. My powers. I'm gonna say powers for good. <laughs> powers. I don't beg. I demand you to stop crying. <laughs> All right, this is Malaysians, as you can see. Got the Afro look, flat noses, wide faces, as I said. Not black people, but most indigenous groups have certain uh, looks. I would say this is how they looked. This is how all people of the planet. This is Tony Tone. She put this out. She said, uh, Malaysian, Australian, and Philippines, and Britain. The elder Polynesian woman in Hawaii reminded me of my grandmother and her sisters. Yeah, the woman in uh, a, a. a couple of Fiji people that remind me of my grandmother too. Now these are the Australian indigenous, Malaysian. Woo. See here, this is the British dude. This is what they call him the cheese. They had a name called him Cheese Man or something like that. I forgot yeah. the name. Some of these people look rough. Some of the damn Australians. The Australians look rough. Now I'm going to bring this up to say because we talked about the um, we talked about the um, weather systems. African civil organizations demand removal from U.S. company for climate summit board. So some of the African countries are asking for America to be taken off of their climate change board. Stop claiming these people. Honorable, we're not claiming these we're people. Saying these are not not. Black people. <laughs> we're saying they're not black people. We're saying they're not black. I would be the first I'm the first person to go, these are not black American people. No, we're saying they're, they're not just we're saying that indigenous people all have this look. We have to stop going based off of the look <laughs> to tell who people say who people are. Because there are people who are in India and look just like black Americans or look or black, quote unquote, or people all over these places. That don't mean they're your people. Uh, Kifa family look rough. That's what Travis trying to say. <laughs> I'm saying them Australians look rough. <laughs> Shantae, oh my fucking god! <laughs> Dishonorable people are people. <laughs> Shots. Look at this. Don't let them talk to you. Don't let them talk to you like they're honorable. Fifty-six, uh, five thousand three hundred year old Alps Iceman was a balding middle-aged man with dark skin and eyes. Once again. This does not mean this was a black man. This means a man of He was just color. dark-skinned man. He was a quote-unquote... You said it. Say it again. Say, nah, you said it. Say it again. He messed up. Y'all say it. You said man of color. I have a right to remain silent. <laughs> so I'm not saying that these are black people. All right. These are not black American people. Now, I'm going to show y'all a commercial for Jack Link's, um Beef Jerky. Let me show y'all this commercial. So all so so they all Asian people that walk somewhere far. Um <laughs> well African, quote unquote. I mean, didn't they say the cradle of the the new theory is the cradle of the world started in what Ethiopia was it? Huh? Didn't they say the cradle of the world started in Ethiopia? Some people say that. Something like that. Now remember That's bullshit. Now, remember a few months ago, we talked about how um, the wild people, these people, they tell you who they are based off of the history lesson they teach you. They show you these monkeys turning into cavemen, turning into white people. And then you say, well, where's the black people at? You're saying that if you're saying that white people came from black people, then who does the monkey represent? Now, this is telling you who they really are in this commercial here. They've been doing this for a long time, ever since that movie, uh, Harry and the Hendersons. 
We've all got a wild side. Feed it with meat. Jack links. That's who they really are. <laughs> they tell you who they are. All these the cave people. They are the cave people. They were shaved. They are the wild men. They are the beasts. They are all those the snowmen, all the other stuff. I know y'all remember the commercial from Geico. So easy a caveman could do it. Exactly. They've been telling you for the longest. <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> <laughs> you you watch it all the time. You love being in bed with them. Stop acting stupid. <laughs> what did the fuck did I watch? You watch according to you. You watch it all the fucking time. You watch. You watch them tell you who they are every day. <laughs> their uh, their skin color is a reaction to the sun. Y'all, we've all seen that video of how white people's uh, they come, yeah, but they put on sun, the, uh, sand lotion. Ultra, uh, Ultralight. Uh, yeah, the ultralight. The ultralight made them look black when they had suntan lotion on. So basically, the sun... Freckles see, all over their fucking faces. When they put on suntan lotion, the sun see them as quote-unquote black. <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, man, <laughs> Bunny, take, that was a lot. Man, Bunny, but not Harry. They Shit. Mad I don't turtles. believe you. <laughs> they eat mad turtles, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> So easy a caveman could do it. Bunnies are light and fluffy, like you, Travis, without the sun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get to some real good stuff right quick. We got ah. a little history. We talked about going on over there, the weather systems, they're changing. Let's get to some something funny. <laughs> Never did I think that Charlamagne the guy would get his boot smoked on the Breakfast Club by Larry Why not? Elder. Why not? Because it's it's crazy. Not he's saying a, he's that he's an intelligent, super intelligent dude or not. I'm just saying, like, how he's intelligent. Get, he knows how to use his words. But how do you get smoked by him? <laughs> Larry Elder fused with Charlemagne the God over Biden's "You Ain't Black" line should have been a wake up call. Let me show the video of how this went down. How Charlemagne got his boot smoked on his own show by somebody who is recognized as we call him a sellout, a coon. Person with views that are very uh, negative as far as how you view black people, or at least pol- politically, at least maybe even socially. Let me just. What show. is his views on how he believe how he view black people? Do you know? Or are you just saying stuff? His politics. What, what is what is his politics on black people? What is his views? There's no such thing as racism. That all it is is complaining. There's no need for reparations. That um, all of our failures are our own. There was no plan. There's no systematic racism that's done anything to. A handicap us as a community at all what do you mean that's his belief can we stop using the god in his name very disappointing in the breakfast club larry shouldn't have been on the platform great convo i don't mind people talking to people to disagree with that's me personally I, I listen to people all the time who i do not agree with for the most part but i'll listen just to see what you're saying well, I, I'm sure Honorable would say the same reason why Duke just said that Elder uh, Larry Elderly should not be on the Breakfast Club platform because, yeah, I called him Elderly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just get, get re, repeat what you just said. I said I listen to people that I disagree with. After that, you're, when I said uh, what is his beliefs on black people? That black people are excuse makers, basically. Okay. So that's why Honorable Siena probably would say, why would you put a person on a platform like that who you say has you negative have, views on the black community? Because if you have the mental capacity, you should be able to get up there and make him look stupid for what he's saying. But Charlemagne can't fucking do that. That's my point. 
If you're gonna bring him up there, you need to be able to say something. Uh, bring the fly, me too, do listen to other views. Uh, Tom Green, I believe in reparations, but brothers and sisters are complaining. Huh, George? <laughs> I believe in reparations, but sisters are Yeah, he want that damn check. He better hope them fucking floods don't come to California. <laughs> the floods. All right, let me play how this went down. I'm not going to put a whole two-minute clip. But racist-ass Joe Biden and crackling hairs can go on. Exactly, Kifa. That's exactly. a good point. That's a very good point. You Nobody on... said, why the fuck is Joe Biden on this platform? All this shit he's done to affect the black but, community in a negative way. But there are people that said that it shouldn't be no there either. When Camilla Harris went up there, there were a lot of people that said, why is she on the breakfast club? When Biden went up there, why is he on the breakfast club? Hell, after he said he's not for really, he's been speaking about reparation. When Bernie Sanders went up there, why is he on breakfast club? So people, people did say that. But yeah, let me, uh, have you ever heard <clears> of <throat> the term a nigga wake up call? No. It is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of racism. Oh, have you ever brother. had any of those? Oh, brother. I'm just oh, asking. brother. I'm just... Now, keep in mind, Larry Elder is the dude who just ran for office. I believe they, tried, they did the same thing to him that they tried to do with Trump by pushing Trump as a candidate in 2016, thinking that Hillary would easily beat him. He ended up beating her. I think they pushed him as a candidate in California because they knew Newsom would beat him. Because he, he doesn't have any real ground support. Travis Holloway supporting his white lodge daddy's name, Tom. Take notes, people. Fuck you, George. Get off the fucking plantation. Well, I'm, I'm acutely aware, Charlemagne, that I'm a black person, just as you are a black person. And when uh, Joe Biden insulted you by saying, mm-hmm. you ain't really black, we don't know whether or not you want to vote for me or vote for Donald Trump, uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake-up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way? I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that. Um, I didn't, I'm not going to say that it upset me, just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that. But what I did say Well, well you was, just not, not talk about, about a nigger wake-up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake-up call on your part, to have a white guy come in here who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney, um, uh, uh, because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden has lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not. And he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seemed to me that should have been a nigga wake-up call for you, but it wasn't. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? God damn. <laughs> and it was crazy is he had it loaded up. He was ready for Charlemagne. He was ready for Charlemagne. He had it loaded up ready for honorable comment. Huh? Read honorable comment. What? I'm asking you to read it. I can't. Larry is beyond uh, is beyond disagreement. He's a coon that has learned how to how to advance himself into the dominant society with the behavior, with this behave oneself out of oppression, ideology, all antiquated talking points. Oh, now, I agree, Kifa. Is he a coon because he doesn't share your same beliefs? Just curious. No, he's a coon for what he said. I believe he's a sellout for what he said in the Trayvon Martin situation. He went out of his way. To, to condemn, condemn him. him, like went out of his way. I, I would love to have Zimmerman as my um as my neighbor, or whatever. He was he went over to the UK and was discussed. He he went out of his way 
And I don't, I don't, I don't share that. He was uh, saying that he basically was saying he deserved it. Not everything that he says, I agree with. I but that it. doesn't mean some of the things that he says you can't agree with. Common sense things are easy to agree with. It's common sense. The things he say that make sense are common sense. <laughs> it's just other stuff that we go, all right, you you doing stuff to get on Fox News or to get on one of these places that are going to put you on camera to say stuff so that you can get a check. When that stuff he said about Trevon Martin, he said that for a check. No, without it, I believe in my belief, he said, it without, he said it without a doubt for a check. That was crazy because it didn't make sense. Common sense ain't common anymore. <laughs> That's Black person. absolutely correct. Movie theaters and restaurants and, and women. And, and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say uh, think a certain kind of way, otherwise you, quote, ain't black? Wow. How should I have replied to him, you think? What I just now said, how dare you insult me and tell me I, I think as, as a human being, let alone as a black person? I don't tell you how to think, Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how, to, how I, I should think? I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20% of black people, black men, as I said, voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? So only 80% of black people, black men walking around are really black, 20% are not, because they voted for Donald Trump. How insulting is that? How condescending is that? Mm. Then talk about the things we can't all agree with. Why focus on things we don't agree with? That's a good point. Kiefer. <laughs> but I, I'm, I can't just dismiss. But see, that's the thing. If you give a strong opinion, people are going to have a strong opinion on well, your opinion. I don't care. So when he gave a strong opinion on that situation, me personally, yeah, I formed a strong opinion on, on what he said. And I don't really want to hear much from you now. Did you block Tom Green? Who? Are you serious, George? You better have not blocked Tom Green. Did you do that shit? I don't think you did. All right. Now, this is uh, Larry Elder being... She said, Just learn after seeing Larry's interview, the conservatives believe that they are independent thinkers. All this time, I thought they were a mob that was indoctrinated with anti-black talking points. Not just because you're conservative doesn't mean that you think like Larry elderly. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Whenever you hear somebody say I'm an independent thinker, that means they're independent thinking. Let me say this. When you hear a black person say I'm an independent thinker, sometimes it means I'm a person who think about stuff from a three-dimensional perspective. I might agree more conservatively sometimes. I might agree more liberally sometimes. I am a person who has an opinion. A full, I'm a full person who has full opinions on many different things. But a lot of times when they say I'm a free thinker, what they're saying is I don't agree with the party line of the Democrats and what black people typically believe. When you hear a black person say that, that's typically what they mean. I'm going to agree. I mean, I'm going to disagree with a lot of the stuff that the stereotypical things that black people agree with politically. That's usually what free thinker means. Sometimes it means the opposite. It means I just, I'm a person who view things from each perspective individually, but a lot of times it don't. No, I can't read George. That's why I don't read your comments. I can't read. Exactly. Keep, I'm a free thinker. I'm a true free thinker. I can listen to something. I listen to somebody I agree with and uh, disagree with and agree with them on some things. Who you, you trying I can to look take at somebody shots? I don't agree with who you and agree with them on something. Huh? What? You trying to take shots? Or are you just saying shots that? Shots at who? Okay. Do read my comments because Travis covering. <laughs> no, I don't read his fucking comments. Uh, why did Larry go to a predominantly black uh, platform? He knows black women um, not voting for him. Why come to the uh, Breakfast Club and PR team to put him uh, there so he can get the looks? 
Well, yeah, you definitely went on the platform just to get a voice. I mean, the Breakfast Club is not as and it's not as vital to black politics, or it's, it's not the it's not the center of black media as it used to be, ten years ago, six seven years ago, but it's still important to go there if you're in politics. If you block Tom, your ranch will be taken away. Go ahead and block Tom. Do it, George. Do it. I know this is uh, Larry Elder talking about reparations now what? because it's in that. All of a sudden, uh, the the uh, governor is accused of somehow defending slavery. He's not doing anything of the sort. <laughs> Damn right, Kifa. Damn yeah. right. Yeah, that's true, Kifa. Black woman put Joe Biden in the White House. One that defended slavery. Uh, in your comments, you said that, like it or not, slavery was legal it in was. response to reparations. So it, it's you that was defending slavery, correct? Uh, defending it and saying that it's illegal <laughs> are two very different things. Slavery, well, was, slavery, was, slavery, was, slavery, was, slavery, unfortunately, slavery, unfortunately, well, that was your response. That slavery, was your response into if reparations should, if reparations well, I, should happen. So let, your let, response I, to that was like it or not, slavery was legal. And one would think that that was a defense on those who well, were Well, you would think it was a defense, but, yeah, but, it, but, it, but it is not a defense. Unfortunately, slavery has been part and parcel of human history from the very beginning. Asians enslaved Asians, whites enslaved whites, blacks enslaved blacks, Native Americans enslaved Native, Native Americans. There are a lot of there, a lot of people have bloody hands in slavery. Mm-hmm. For example, slavery could not have existed had it not been for African chieftains who were selling black slaves captured uh, in battle or captured through raids and selling them to European and Arab slavers. It could not have could not have existed without that. So everybody <laughs> has dirty hands here. That's why reparations is such a foolish thing. If you're going to get reparations from the 5% or so of white people that have some sort of generational connection to slavery, and that's all there is, then you need to go back to Africa uh, and get money from African countries uh, that were involved. Uh, we saying that too, though. Yeah, <laughs> but not, no, not a lot of, uh, not enough people are saying that. That's true. Not enough people are saying that. Slave trade and the and in the Arab slave trade. And by the way, the Arab slave trade was even worse than European slave trade. So 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 if they go after the money from the other countries, then would you agree that it would be okay to go after the money from America? Is that when, your when problem? It, with when, it, when, it, when, it, when, it, when are you going to stop with this? Everybody has no, agreements. I just asked the I'm, just, I'm, 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 answering, I'm answering your question. There, no, there, there's no end. There, there, be, there will be no end to this because slavery has okay, been part of human history from the very beginning. So I asked you a very simple question. You said, if you're going to go after it in America, go after it in Africa. So if we all agree to go after it in Africa, will you then agree to go after it in America? It's just a simple question. No, yes no, or no? no I won't because of the waste of time. We ought to be spending our time okay, no on, on education now because it's in that. Kifa said, uh, doesn't seem like black women are making good choices for the nation. I can't get behind this nonsense. <laughs> nice. And then she said, and she sounds masculine. They sick the dog on him, perpetuating every stereotype. <laughs> I love it. Look at you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Who the hell is she? Oh, that's the. Um, I, f- I can't. I forgot how to say her name. She don't want to be with. She don't only be with him. But I she's know her from idiot. being around Tariq Nasheed. That's how I know her. She's an idiot. That's who she is. <laughs> no, you could tell that she was getting hot blooded. She wasn't. She wasn't as calm as she needed to be. Uh, Honorable said, "I would love to see the look on Larry's face if all African Americans voted red." What do y'all think the new hustle would be? I always wanted that too. If if y'all saying do it your way, if black men, let's say you don't even get the whole hundred percent, let's say you get seventy percent of black men and women to do it your way. Shout out to uh, Shelly, Papa O'Neill, Shelly. What, what up? How you doing? She knew it to read. No, that's how I'm not. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to make it seem like she's only known for that. That's how I know her. Okay, Honorable Sienna's question. 
Oh, I always wanted to question. I was asked that question too. If you get seventy percent of black people to go the black Republican way, <laughs> do it their way, how would they react to that? Apparently, flawed talking shit about a hairline. <laughs> would they? And on the percent said, "Who the hell is this? Who the hell is she?" <laughs> I remember when she put a picture on the internet and she she showed she got a big ass and everybody was like, oh Lord. She got a little bit of attention for like a day. But then people was like, this is so unprofessional. Have some decency. She was like, y'all well, just she jealous. she got ass, she can't help it. She was like, y'all just jealous of these men. Like oh, he said see. her name is uh, Tezlin. Tezlin? I think you spell it with like, I think it's like T something something Y-L-N. Tezlin? Grassroots definitely want West African to pay for participating in the trade. Now the question you were asking me, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Saying, think how about? do you think they would react? You, what Honorable said, if you seventy percent, this is seventy percent of Black American men and women. You're saying how would the conservatives act? How the Black Republicans would react to that? Um, I would think they feel like they've accomplished something. But what they, What would they expect to change? Okay, they vote Republican. Uh, well, then the pressure would be on the Republican Party to start giving us uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No, no, no. no. They, they don't, don't believe, believe in any, any give you something. something. They, they would say policy, policy as in more criminal. Well, police. not all, not all of them believe that. Not all conservatives believe that. I'm not that. saying all. I'm talking about a particular sect, obviously. We can't just talk about one particular. Shout out to KD. Oh, uh, what up, KD? We can't just go with one sector of the conservatives because some conservatives do believe we are old reparations and want tangibles. That's true. So we just can't go with one. But you, when you say black conservative, you know who you're talking about. No, I don't know who I'm talking about. All right, now we're gonna play. We don't know. All right. Never trust a big butt and a smile. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true, Shantae. <laughs> Look, George, I trust big butts and smiles. And, smiles, and that's why I'm here today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Big butt made me smile I agree for with a Keith, while. She's definitely emotional. Shout out to Honorable Sienna giving a hand. <laughs> that is she asking a question? She raising a hand? saying hello to somebody, man. Okay. Look at you assuming. I thought you were about to say sticking that middle finger. <laughs> no, if she would have stuck her middle finger up, I would have saw the hand with oh, the yeah, middle finger. finger. <laughs> now, she can do that if she wants to. All right, let me show this video here. This is Thicker uh, than a snicker. Thicker than a snicker. <laughs> thicker than cold grits. Oof. Cold grits <laughs> is thick as hell. <laughs> All right, let me play this video here. Buttered cold grits. He worked hard. I worked hard, hard, hard. I'd get, out, get up at 4 o'clock. And get my breakfast done just at dawn a day, I go to the field. By the way, shout out to Real Black. Everybody subscribe to him. We've all seen his videos on his page. Real Black, shout out to him. And we pick cotton. Mr. and Mrs. Haywood Jenkins of Sharkey County, Mississippi, have, between them, picked cotton for over a century. My boss man came along. He says, uh, Mary Jane, I said, sir, says, I say, when you wash, I said, I washed uh, last night. He said, I don't want you to do that no more. That's by agent, you know. He says, every Friday morning or Friday evening, you wash. I, and let all the children stay there with you until you get through. When you get through, then y'all can go back to field and wait. Now, the agent was mean, some of them. Some of them was mean. They wanted to hook the, hook the colored people. And that time, the white man come along. He says, hey, but you ain't in the field yet? He just had started plowing. He said, yes, I just not had to eat my dinner. God damn it, you ain't doing a goddamn thing. Says, uh, God damn it, order. Take this damn stick and frill the hill out you. He said, No, he said, If you frill the hill out of me, God damn, I frill the hill out of you. You'd make me feel bad if I was honest <laughs> in you know, how mean you were. Like, George like. is a fucking idiot. <laughs> you see what he said? What? <laughs> 
That lady wasn't doing that at her age. What? I can't wait for Scream Yard. I will address Travis if you put up a Scream Yard next week. I'm not addressing you. There's nothing for me to address. Uh, I watched the entire documentary. Love his page. Yeah, really, He's talking about real, real black. black. Yeah, real black. Shout out to him. Uh, man, I bet her gummy head was on point. What? And she can George. make some mean biscuits. George. Yep. It was George. not a typo. George. I said hey to the people y'all called out. See? All right. Yeah, Look um, at she, <laughs> <shot to hate. laughs> she pissed off. <laughs> I would address you. You will not address me. So I was showing that in a... I'm I'm nobody to address. They're telling the stuff they went through. I think there's some some recompense, but it will be. There will be recompense. There will be. So yeah. All right. Quick question. This is the dude Robin Robson on Twitter. He basically very I'm disrespectful. Not, I'm not going to read the entire thread, but he's making the argument that black people, if we want to be a black nation, we have to build our own country outside of America. He said to be a black American nationalist is to ultimately have the goal of having your our own country. America is not a black American nation. We are not its founders, nor its designers. We continue, uh, we contributed, but it's not entirely ours. I'm not content with us being a side character in the story that we are focused into, forced into. Don't mistake this from for me. I'm telling you to give up on all. I'm not. I'm telling you to give up on all that we have gone through in this country. I mean, uh, I'm really telling you, it's time to write our own story and set our own rules. Every people should have originators in his own uh, should be the originators of their own destiny, the project protectors of their own schemes, and creators of the events that led to the destiny. Martin Delaney. So basically, he's saying he wants to get and build a country outside of America. Um, he says he uh, want to go to a country in Africa, in particular, by land and create a Black American country. So what the fuck are we talking about? That's still not going to be yours. You want to go to a country in Africa and buy land. And build a country. Build a nation. They're not going to let you do that over there. Why would they let you do that over there? Don't you see the, the videos on YouTube where uh, black people are going back to the to Africa? And they having fucking problems over there with them. Calling them scammers. Talking about how they treating them. Yeah. But you're going to go to Africa. But it won't, you won't be in one of their countries. You'll be in your own country. You are going to be in one of their countries because their countries are already established. No. You don't go there with two million people and just stay in their city. So while you slowly building. infiltrate. No, you you slowly build a country, and then when you get enough infrastructure, then you move the people in. That's not going to happen. They're not going to allow you to do that. Well, his his point is America will fall one day. I don't wish to fall with it, and that's what I was asking about reparations. If you get it and the country fall, your reparations mean nothing. So if you get reparations from, you need the country to stay powerful. You need a, you need the dollar to stay the dollar, unless you get it in other forms at least. <laughs> At Tom Green, wherever you are, please stop giving George. <laughs> you ain't leaving, I guess. Huh? You ain't leaving. <laughs> See, I don't like when you do that. What? Because you try to paint this picture of me. I'm just this American patriot. I'm not going anywhere. I view it as why should I have to go somewhere when my ancestors built this? Why go over to another land, restart over, and have hell in that in the land where you're going to go to too? If you've read the Bible, you know what the Bible says. Not everybody believes that. Yeah, nobody believes Then you know that we are we are gonna suffer until the most high says it's time for us to stop suffering. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well that don't mean you have to sit there and take all of it. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna go somewhere else and deal with the same shit. It's the same? It's the same. All right. 
people who take uh, who take uh, told like that our agents has he renounced his citizenship? Of course he hasn't. They never renounce their citizenship. They won't duel. That's why I said citizenship. It, that's why I said it's just talking. I'm not saying he's so if shit do don't work out where they're going to, <laughs> they, they have America to fall back on. And that's well, what I don't do like. If you so if you hate this country so much and you want to get rid of it and do with it, then get rid of your citizenship. But they never get they're rid of their fucking citizenship, do they? No. Some probably do. Name one. You know, said they I got said rid of their citizenship. Shout out to Craig Council. How you doing, brother? Well, Craig. People same, who same uh, talk like they are agents, he needs to show us he renounced his citizenship. All right, I'm gonna show this. This is uh, say less. You got the juice bishop. Who are you talking to? <laughs> All right, look at this. This is a uh, James Sanders Jr. This is a New York State Black, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, and Asian legislative legislative caucus. You see this? New York State Black, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, and Asian legislative caucus. The road to reparations panel discussion. People of color. That's New York. That's why I don't. That, when I show you this, that's what the fuck I be talking about with New York. Now they had a they live streamed. I'm gonna show you this clip. I do, I do not. I, this is so bad what I'm about to say, and it's gonna be points taken off of me. Stay your ass in New York. Do not repatriate to the fucking South. You, do not come back. You gonna disagree when you hear this? Because if you come back, you'll hear those you'll, those fucking tethers are gonna fall right behind them. You gonna disagree when you hear this? Okay, hit play. So you said all that, and you about to disagree with what you just said. Okay. You know, it's, it's something that you can actually get at. You can absolutely talk about those who were part of the great migrations out of the South to New York who were redlined and discriminated and who have had adverse opportunities. Uh, my grandparents on my Jamaican side, Ellis Island immigrants, you know, they came here. Again, 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 again. The sick he brought up the Jamaican side, it was like, oh, come on, on my man. My Jamaican side, Ellis Island immigrants, you know, they came here. Again, 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 when they came to New York, when they came to. <laughs> listen, uh, okay. I, like, listen. They, let's let let's let again, him finish, this is, please. This is, this Thank is, you. This is, you know, listen. Uh, all right, let's let him finish, please. Thank let me, you. Let me again, again. Everyone, again, please, let's let him finish. Thank again, you. Again, you have to look at, again, you have to look at cohorts of population. And just as they say, when you talk about classes of impacted populations, what are those cohorts, what are those classes of impacted right. population as they related to the state? Mm -hmm. If because of race, they were denied an opportunity, and it's documented. And, and again, all right, again, sir. Again, you damn skippy. This is, this is this is listen. You damn skippy. Listen, listen. Sir, let let let's let him finish, please. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. All right, so we'll go on to the next question. Yeah, that's the best um, bet. So why? Because <laughs> if you don't, you're gonna continue to get booed. Or why are they? You can clarify for us, everyone, please. We're going through the questions now. Thank can I, you. Can I say something real quick? May I? May I? Can I say something real quick? These young men and women on the stage. Yo, Your brother, brother, <laughs> brother, brother, hold up. Your brother. Say something real quick. May I? Listen what he said. Can I say something real quick? These young men and women on the stage. Yo, Your brother, brother, <laughs> brother, brother, hold up. Don't call me. She no, laughed. You don't even know, <laughs> you don't even know my story. 
See? You don't even know my story. Boo. <laughs> Listen. Boo. We won't be having this conversation if it wasn't for these men and women on the stage right now. Let me tell you something. Hold up. Brother, brothers and sisters. This, this, brother, brothers and sisters. Everyone, please. Brother, when, brother, when we brother. had these conversations in Albany, this is what we faced. This is what we faced. So they wouldn't have it. They, they tried to get that shit off. They started booing them immediately. Right. Get up out of here. We ain't trying to hear and all I'm that. I'm proud of those, the ones that did that. But I'm sorry. Y'all have to stay. Honorable Sienna said, New York, New Jersey, California, and Florida are lost people. We can't help them at this point. Now, you know what? I'm going to throw Washington State in the damn bucket, too. Oh, shit. So you said that uh, Regina can't leave here? Regina, they can. Washington State is not that far off as the other one. They're pretty far off here, too. Wow. They they don't tend to fuck with the tethers. They more with the whites. Who? The, the blacks here. They like to integrate with whites here. Oh, that's a lot of places. They ain't just Washington. It's, it's a lot in Washington. And we, yeah. Our, uh, Honorable said, facts. I try to catch it. It sounded like he called them Dumbo or something. He said something. I what, she to said what was said from the audience. The dude, I, I can't quite say, uh, hear what he said, but it was something that made uh, the black woman on the panel start laughing. The panel was a dud. The black woman started laughing at him. Should have been, been an email. email. <laughs> Should have been on Zoom. Oh, Lord. All right. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Um, New York, New York. New York, New, York. New Jersey, California. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Wait, what? Hold on, y'all. Did it get deleted? I just showed it what's called it. Forget it. All right. I saw this story. Hip hop has always been queer. That story just hasn't always been told. Oh, now, this God. is a website you called... You know what Brandon Clark going to say? More faggy stories. <laughs> this is... <laughs> More faggy this news. Is a... I didn't even see this article, by the way. I yeah, didn't I think even you, see I it. think you actually didn't delete it. This oh, is... was, I, was that... Did I actually delete it or was the most high saying delete this shit? <laughs> was it me or... <laughs> did my hand, hand being... Was my hand moved by the, by by the, the... most high? <laughs> but uh, the name of this... The name of this website is Pop Sugar. Pop Sugar? <laughs> Uh, so they said this, and in the article, they went into how in the beginning stages, hip-hop was more um, universal as far as backgrounds. And the reason why they said it is because they said in the 70s, now let me say this, in the 70s, that was true pansexuality. We know the stories that they said was going on in the 70s with cocaine and... Brandon Jefferson, shout out to what Brandon. Brandon. What's that drug? What's that drug? <laughs> more faggy news. What's that drug they uh they said uh uh Bill Cosby was giving? Uh, Quaaludes. Quaaludes. So in the side openers. Side openers. <laughs> that was said by uh, the dude who ran Playboy. Uh, but Quaaludes, cocaine, all those type of drugs were big in the seventies. There was a they would they would do a lot of things in the seventies. So if you listen to look at the way they dressed, it was very unisex type dressing. The dudes were dressed in certain clothing. I mean, Go you look, back, at look at Ron Ronald Isley, Isley and his, his brother. They're not the only group. Though. All those groups. They Prince, dressed, Michael Jackson. They had on the bell bottoms with. It's literally stuff you would see women wearing with the the bell bottoms and the. You know how the shirt be tied underneath their breasts. Yeah. Like that's the type of shit they were wearing. But that was seen. Uh, what, what were they wearing? Uh, what's it called? With some uh, metrosexual stuff. Like the stockings and. Yeah, it was just. 
It was a different yeah. time. Let's just give them that leeway. It was a different time. But also, when they said that it was always been a queer, let's not forget about African Bambada. I know that's kind of been swept under the rug, the allegations that came out against him, that allegedly he was, you know, African Bambada. Now, when they say this, the first thing that came to my head is, in a time where hip hop seems to be at a at a at a at a, at a, at a turning point, it's not it, the, the artistry isn't as good. The creativeness is down. Craig said it's called androgynous. Androgynous. That's it. Uh, at a moment where hip hop is at a turning point and the creativeness is down and it doesn't seem like the artists are as good, why is everybody trying to take claim over it? Everybody's trying to take some type of claim over hip hop in particular. Why do they want that one so bad? Because it's a very popular genre music right now. I think there's more to it. Let me show this right here. Now, this is, uh, I think it's Al Jazeera Plus. Look what they put out. Look what I'm saying. What you saying? <laughs> Queer? I believe it. They would explain now how Jamaicans, child prostitutes, backed by the CIA, were able to uh, infiltrate, infiltrate the black community with that war on drugs BS. <laughs> yeah. I won't say that hip hop is queer or whatever. I'll say that hip hop always had a spirit from the beginning that was a bit strange. And not just hip hop, a lot of musical genres were a bit, you know. So I won't say they created it or well, encouraged a certain Well, thing. the Odyssey Brothers was not hip hop. That was funk. That was not all, not just hip hop. So... Saying not just hip hop. Hell, even um, you know, James Brown used to wear pretty much those those uh, what do you call those shoes? bell bottoms, those platform shoes, the like heels. Yeah. So, look at the jet. It is what it is. All right, now I'm gonna play this video of Al Jazeera, I believe, plus discussing the Caribbean roots of hip hop. Did you know that hip hop has many Caribbean roots? So the honey's getting money, play there we go. That's correct, honorable. That's that's what I was trying to. Yeah. Black um, artists were uh, all modeling themselves after white rock stars with the way they dressing at the, or at the time. That's true. That's exactly that's true. Because rock stars were literally wearing dresses on stage when they performed. Who troop, Travis? Yeah. People love. Did you know that hip hop has many Caribbean roots? So the honey's getting money, playing like People love reggae all around the world. Those rhythms and those tones transcend cultures and boundaries. For example, take one of the founding fathers of hip-hop, DJ Cool Herc. He was a Jamaican immigrant who would mix reggae elements with funk and soul beats at block parties in the Bronx during the 70s. He actually said that's a lie. He said that whenever he did uh, parties for African-Americans, they didn't want nothing to do with no reggae and shit in the 70s. Or the early 80s. They didn't want nothing to do with no reggae. So he said that he had to play African-American music like funk, and R&B and all that stuff, soul beats, to get them to actually stay at the parties. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a lie. He did not mix nothing. And I told them, I said, I'm going to try something new tonight. I'm going to call it the merry-go-round. DJ cool <laughs> they want to claim hip-hop because they have no the dignity. Beat, which is the basis of early hip-hop music. And rapping over beats was partly inspired by toasting, a type of lyrical chanting over a rhythm. The technique was popular in dancehall and reggae music in Jamaica in the 1960s. Black people were doing that back in the damn 20s. Well, look at that shit he's doing. <laughs> yeah, that, he rolling, rolling his hips yeah, while he, he rolling. Ra- 
Hip-hop was institutionalized in the Bronx in the 1970s, but its elements were developed throughout New York City's Afro-Caribbean, Latino, and African-American communities, including in Brooklyn and Queens. Sister Nancy is one of the, one of the biggest, right? That's a bum-bum-bum-bum-bidum. Jay-Z and, and a bunch of other people have sampled that um, specific song from Sister Nancy. For the final time, you don't believe these fools. I've never seen a worker rock so many jewels. Never. A lot of Caribbean music is based on in happiness, right? It's, it's very jo joyful. But there is also a, a, a lot of it that is based on, on struggle because the music is so real um, and, and speaks about emotions that anybody can can access and feel so even Lord <laughs> using crisscross as an example <laughs> no you may not understand what jumping up behind a truck means the emotion expressed in the music translates well it is the same for reggae music bob marley whose whose music is still transcends time big time rappers with caribbean ancestry like taiga and cardi b have reflected island culture in their music like one of one I wanna go one on one with He's fucking Asian too. Huh? He's fucking Asian too. Like it. Soca music and, and reggae music influence not just hip hop but Afrobeat and soulful house. It helps. Imagine saying that the genre that would you <laughs> Imagine saying that soca and reggae influenced African Americans when that reggae and soca was influenced by African Americans. You true. Uh, Sean, Sean, I think said, Tiger from Calabasas. <laughs> Tiger from Calabasas. That nigga ain't from no That's town. a city in California. That's, she said that's where the fuck he from. <laughs> Propel our culture to new places and, and That shit didn't influence hip-hop. And how happy Bro, you and how sad. And fuck out of here. How hard our culture has been. And you notice the last year or so, we'll move forward now. This shit is disgusting. Last year or so, they've been pushing that uh, that narrative really hard. It's, I would say it really took off right around the time the ADOS, FBA, Freeman thing politically started. So These, around 2016, or not 2016, like 2018, yeah. 2019. That's when this, this discussion really took off. Go These ahead. Negroes want everything we invent. That's not true. Some of them not Negroes. <laughs> this dude is gay. <laughs> All right, let me show you something else that uh, I've seen people try and take credit for. But now, I remember somebody said how black Americans came up with the shape up in the barbershop, going to the barbershop to get a shape up. And they were trying to dispute that until it says, you look up shape up, it literally says an African-American thing that was invented in the damn, it was invented in America. What'd she say? The revisionist history. This is Honorable Sienna. Notice how it never starts from the point of after World War II. Where South, uh, Southern Black Americans radio started to influence Jamaicans because it was one of the few radio stations. Exactly. They they got inspired listening to our music in their country. <laughs> look what George. Look what keep. Everyone is gay to you, George. <laughs> and look his response. Keep you gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he stood on it though. Look, he stood on it. No, that nigga don't back down. He I gotta give him. He, he said, a tough he said everybody, ass. He did it to you too. He a tough ass cookie. I I can't lie. Now, Stale ass biscuit. <laughs> Right, now this right here is um the George sleep with his with his fist balled up. <laughs> I like the the Arthur fish. <laughs> the Arthur fish and the chicken fish. Oh god. Got me good. good. <laughs> this right here is the invention of the dap. Do you remember the dap? Do you still do the dap? 
16 years later. You'd have to take me through it. I was, yeah, I could show him one. Just a modified one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The dab was the unofficial greeting of one blood to another, an occasion of endless handshakes and grips, a two-minute way of saying, you are my brother and I will die for you, and meanwhile, blood, I'll see you back in the world. Which is, which is unfortunate that a lot of the stuff we do in our culture gets bastardized and something becomes negative. Because now those same, the same that or handshake and calling your brother your blood is now gang-related. True. Please <laughs> right here. This is a black American Vietnam soldier invented the dignity and pride handshake known as a dap after the military banned the black power fist in the 60s. This is a video of Arthur Woodley Jr. and his battle buddy doing the uh, variation of the dap. Now they saying Jamaican. George working his chat like a part-time job. <laughs> now they saying Jamaican food is soul food. Y'all saw that too? Yeah, we saw that too. I was seeing I flipped out when they said Jamaican food is soul food. I was like, why y'all want the They said They said it's soul food too. There's a dude on on Twitter called uh, Soul Soul People Soul Something TV. I forgot his name. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. He does like these uh, mashups of Black people, Black American historical context stuff. He uh, tells you where the music comes from. He breaks it down. He got interviews with Cool Herc and all these people telling you we were copying them. They got mad at him because he referred to the essence and the energy of Black Americans as soul and said that we the ones that possess it. Keep in mind, we're the ones that coined it. Not the, not the word soul, but the notion that soul is a thing that black people have. Like right now, you go to uh, Korea, they refer to you as a soul person. You're a soul man. The food, they understand the idea of soul because obviously when they was over there during Vietnam, not Vietnam, they was over there during the war. Yeah. A lot of the culture, they started uh, copying the black Americans over there. The chicken, that's how they got the chicken recipe and all the other stuff. How you get mad at black Americans for calling our essence soul and saying you ain't got it? Kiefer said they can have the high blood pressure and high cholesterol. <laughs> have have it. it. Shaking my head. They can't have it all. Soul food. Soul it for you. <laughs> to your niggas. <laughs> they can't have it all. Keith. Honorable, hit the like button. Peace. Honorable, you heading out? All right, let me, uh, I'm going to play this too. Now, this is old. Y'all might have already seen this. This is supposedly where the song Juicy came from, from Notorious... B.I.G. Big piece. <laughs> like now they're saying that this was not, uh, they're trying to say that Biggie didn't copy him, that this was just a, uh, this song. He didn't copy his name. Biggie got his name from some white dude named uh, Biggie. No, no, his name, yeah, Biggie or something like that. He was a white dude that was in the industry. And now, I think it was a, a year ago I found out about this song. They said that this was originally done by a guy from Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. Now, immediately, Maybe. you know who people started blaming? Diddy. It was Diddy. Diddy the one that be still a shit. <laughs> uh, Brandon, I am the embodiment of social engineering. Pick feet and scraps. Have it. LOL. Dishonorable, get out before you get laid out. Come back correct next week. <laughs> George. Damn, you a George. <laughs> now, look at this. Now, remember in that song, Juicy, what was one of the lines that Biggie said? Uh, down From the Mississippi down to the East Coast. It all makes sense now. <laughs> uh, 
The dude was from Mississippi. I love spicy uh, hot head hot head cheese. That's in the South. Ain't that head hot? Hot hog head cheese, yeah. Everything gets bastardized by the Larry types who had to offer something to the dominant society to advance themselves. I can it's agree true. with that. That's why you got all people, all the people getting online telling all the lingo that we got. Bullshit. views and shit. Biggie copied his, his whole, whole style. style. <laughs> also, did y'all know that Buster Rhymes got his name from Black American? An athlete named Buster Rhymes. Okay, not leave me. I just wanted people to like the video. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Now I'm going to show y'all this. I'm going to see. You seen this already? Or did you not see this one yet? No, I didn't see it. I think you're going to have a disagreement on this one, how she, how she went about this. So basically, she went in and accused the restaurant or this establishment of cultural appropriation. You want to tell me what you think? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no. Okay. Interesting. No sound. How's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, Taro Slush. It's coming up right now. I have a question. Are you guys black owned? Uh, we're, nah, no, we're all Indonesian. Okay, do you think, um, using this, you guys are not, um, using black culture to get, gain attention? Uh, and gain custody? You don't think this is black culture? Uh, is this Asian? Is this Asian culture? The common house is definitely an Asian culture. Uh, no, but it's the trap house, though. Is that, is that Asian culture? Yes, it is. Trap tea. I can show you where it's inspired Trap tea. Trap tea. Trap tea, the boba plug. You're using black culture to gain customers. This establishment is uh, not black owned, but using you're stealing black culture. Is this not black culture? Trap tea, the boba plug? No, you're thieves. Asian Asian people stealing black black culture. Once. Okay, not too much on Joy. <laughs> Damn right, get him honorable. Uh, so uh, Joy said, uh, "Soul food ain't bad if you got soul." <laughs> uh, honorable said, "Soul food isn't bad." I went vegan a year. Uh, for a year only eating soul food. It can be healthy if you use healthy ingredients. Yeah. Uh, not too much on me, George. Oh, not she too much the middle on me, finger. <laughs> she went a little extra with that, LOL. Now, what y'all think? Now, she's saying that them naming the T, Trap T. Oh, you called... can bring her a Buster. I did. Okay, sorry. New I said uh, Buster's Buster name, name came from... Uh, White Man is a new one to me. Yeah, they said... I'm not being that. <laughs> what do you think about this? She um, came. I'm sorry. Me, uh, she's saying basically this is appropriating black culture because you named the tea trap tea and said you're the uh, you, you're the plug. That those are black terms. Terms. Now we talked about what culture is. Do we consider drug dealing black, black culture? culture? That, those, those are drug terms. Trap house on the plug. Do we want to? Do we want that to be we considered don't. black culture? We don't. But unfortunately, it's slang that's used amongst black people. So should we stop? And, Sorry, go ahead. And because other people view black culture as pop culture. Yeah. So they view it as this is not black culture. This is pop culture. Yeah, everybody says this. Everybody says trap. Everybody says... Uh, the plug. The plug. That doesn't just uh, only exclusively belong to black people. That belongs to us all. We can we can put this in our vo- vocabulary and use it as well. Yeah. Do you think that's okay? Or you think... Do you think you agree with her or not? At this point, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't agree. I think at this point... Uh, you guys have allowed your your culture to be made pop culture and to be capitalized off of so at this point it's like yeah i, I don't want to take on the term trap house 
and plug as black culture. Yeah, exactly, Kifa. Isn't trap associated with negative? Exactly. It's associated with a damn drug house. It's a crack house. Uh, she's giving applause to the Ethiopian sis for getting the business shut down on their on the board for black immigrants. <laughs> uh, we went for people uh, who other people were afraid. were afraid of calling us niggas. Now everyone calls us niggas with a little backlash. Yeah. Brandon, we got what black, we, co- black cultures for sale says brilliantly. We've been hijacked for life. Isn't trap associated with negative? Yes. He said that. Excellent, brilliant, brilliantly, brilliant. Uh, just make a note of the response of black man. Why you stopped the video? Oh, there. I play, hold on, oh no, I, I didn't. Again. Once again, it's okay. You'll be exposed, though. You're not black-owned. You're stealing black hey, culture. Thank You're you for stealing coming. black culture. Oh, I'm sorry, I paused for a second. You see how the the Indonesian woman started doing a little head roll with a swirl in her finger? Oh, was that fighting? Yeah, I don't know. No, I came here because I thought it was black-owned. That's why I came here. So my friends, I'm supporting a black business. This is not black-owned. This is not black-owned. Asian stealing, stealing black culture. Once again, uh, you're a coon. Don't. <laughs> she, she got him immediately. Oh, it's a black dude with a fat white woman. We're not oh, shocked. God. We're, we're not shocked, Donable. And he got the glasses on. Come on. In Seattle, Washington, you will find a lot of black dudes with fat white women. Okay. Honorable made a good point. All of it's black culture. It's I claim profitable. it all because it's profitable for everyone but us, and I want it back. That's a good point. If it's profitable, you can always make something negative or positive. And if, you, if you're making the word trap and plug refer to tea and burgers, then you're flipping it. I can agree with trap that. Trap is any, uh, anything. It's mine. I want it back. That's a good point. George, bro, you see that gut? I know. It's got you excited. <laughs> Oh, come on. You want to see what that stomach do? I'm not going to associate myself with crack houses. <laughs> Washington bros got low standards. No, oh. nigga, you in California, you got low standards too. Oh, man. <laughs> he got the glasses on and everything. <laughs> oh, so no, no, don't try to paint this black man as a conservative because he got no glasses. He more likely on a dem- he's more likely a Democratic. I didn't say what he was. Voter. So. Right on. She ended his mind, goddammit. I want it now. <laughs> All right. Let's go back. This video here, this is a uh, Asian woman who was raised by black Americans. And now she thinks she can claim black American. I think a reality star says she wanted to adopt a little black girl. Adopt the adopt the Asian girl and raise her as a black girl. Well, this is how she would turn out. ホワイトとか言ったりとかするとさ、黒人が多い地域とかだとアジア人扱いされるわけ。ユーがエイジアンアクシーム。だからもう新規アイズとか言われたから、無事切れたけどね。でもなんかその時にでも私何人でもいい
いても黒人っていうふうに見られるのみたいなどこも住めないじゃんと思ったら<笑>いい気持ちでって思って<笑>おはようはネットの人をバカにしてるっていうことをしてるしてるしてるずっとタバコ吸ってるしかなかったイライラして So now she's saying <laughs> she sees herself as a black American because that's what her blood is. She doesn't care about her race or it's the classification, knowing she has some percentage of it in her DNA. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I have nothing. <laughs> you have、It's, a lot of people in the comments saying that she, look, she looks like she's. A black woman. Well, I told you, we talked about it earlier. A lot you of people, said she looked like a black woman. Yeah, I told you a lot of people earlier, like I said. She d o n t look like a black woman to me at all. Indigenous people tend to look a certain way. She looks like a normal、black. Asian woman that you would see walking down the street with a damn wig on her head and some hoop earrings. And that's all she had to do was throw that on. And y'all niggas out here talking about they look like a black woman. Y'all black, are fucking crazy. Is that black aesthetics? Joy said, Pass the fried rice, please. I got extra sauce on that. <laughs> Trap was used by Two Chains and Ariana Grande. I saw the hip hop influence in both、uh, marketing,、um, very, very profitable. She k e e p e r said, No, just no. She looked like she needed <laughs> George. She's like Jim Jones' mama. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie、Shantae、to you. Shantae, she's like Jim Jones' mama. All right, hold on, Shantae. Hold on. I ain't gonna lie. But you she, gonna flip that easy? She's not black American. That's not saying she's black American. Is she black? She's, she's from Granada. Is she Afro or whatever? I don't know what the fuck she is. She, she's off that island. They have a lot of admixtures with those people on the island. She, I don't know what the fuck she is. What she look like? Talk to the mic. What she look like? She look Asian. So the, his mama look Asian? Jim Jones' mama kind of look Asian.、Oh, okay. She look Asian. She does. <laughs> Keep it.、Uh, I need to see the black. I don't say I need to see the black. <laughs> you don't see it. <laughs> Shanta says she sounds like Jim Jones' mama, too. <laughs> Jim Jones' mama is wild. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's a feisty lady. Very feisty. All right, let's move forward. Oh, she feisty? She's very spicy. She's your typical.、Uh, typical what? She's your typical New York woman. Okay. I would, they probably put her in the Spanish category, Afro Spanish. That's spicy. Okay. Yeah. I must、uh, dap to you, bro. You can't get the left. Okay, here we go. Move on. Joy's talking. Friend rice. <laughs> Leftover fried rice. Is、I'm、that、kidding. fried rice or friend rice? Shout outs to、uh, Jim Mama. Never saw her.、Uh, what does a black woman look like? Well, we mean what a black person l o o k like? I mean, well, you know, the stereotypical. She kind of looked like Filipino. Filipinos. She do. They're known for being very.、Uh, they look like Mexicans. Yeah, they integrate the, the indigenous dark, well, the darker Mexicans. Yeah, and Filipinos in California are known for trying to ingratiate themselves into blackness. Oh, God. Quote, have, I just said indi- indigenous. <laughs> We gotta stop with this indigenous, indigenous theory. theory. Those are Asians <laughs> that walk too far and adjusted to the land. I'm not saying they're black. <laughs> I'm saying all indigenous races are dark. I'm not saying they're the same. There are multiple dark, quote unquote, races. Well, let's go back to Honorable when she said, What does a black woman look like? We're talking about features, what, skin tone. What are we talking about well, here? Well, they'll say that a black woman is a sub Saharan、uh, features, have sub Saharan African features. Okay, not all black people have the same.、Uh, They have variations of it. Features. 
I mean, this is the thing. Like, a lot of y'all will say, a lot of y'all will call mixed or biracial people light-skinned. Yeah. Mixed or biracial people are not light-skinned. They are biracial. <laughs> light-skinned people uh, are classified as black people who have a uh, who have an orange yellow uh, tone to Undertone, them, like a yeah. like a golden brown, light brown tone to them. Those are light skinned black people, but y'all will call biracial people light skinned people, and it throws them in a the bag with light skinned people, and then light skinned people get called biracial. <laughs> That's what's going on. We need to stop that shit. Oh, uh, all right. Let's move to the next story. Brandon answered it to Filipina. Filipina foot on track's neck. Travis Nick, my brain's almost. I don't even read George's sentences. The same person that be talking shit don't even type out his sentences correctly or spell half the shit he be typing in the comment correctly. That's why I don't read his shit. (laughs) All right. Mississippi judge declares mistrial for two white men charged an attack on black FedEx driver. You see, Regina said that she she said like what? 30 minutes ago, she's going to be out. In and out. In and out today. She'll be back. All right, uh, Mississippi judge declares mistrial for two white men charged an attack on black FedEx driver. What you think? I think that's... I think when they chose to go with uh, murder, first degree murder. Uh, murder that they were never going to... Uh, get, the, get, the, get it. Get, get it. it. I think they should have tried to aim... It's a, it, I'm not advocating for it because they did shoot at this... I don't know if it's a black man or a black woman. It's a black point. man, I think. It's black okay. man. Uh, they no did shoot at him and charges should be abroad because they tried to kill him but I don't think they were going to get um, first degree murder it's a citing, charge. It, citing errors by police a Mississippi judge declared a mistrial Thursday in a case of two white, two white men accused of chasing goofy ass nigga news <laughs> <laughs> a Mississippi judge declared a mistrial Thursday in a case of two white men accused of chasing and shooting at a black FedEx driver who was making a delivery. Brandon Case and his father Gregory Case are charged with uh, attempted first-degree murder, conspiracy, and shooting into a uh, vehicle driven by the Montero Gibson. In January 2020, Gibson, now 25, was not injured, but but the chase and gunfire led to complaints on social media of racism in Brookhaven about an hour's drive south of the state capital, Jackson. Judge David Strong said he made a mistrial decision because of errors by the Brookhaven Police Department detectives. On Wednesday, the judge ended the session early after Detective Vincent Fernando acknowledged under oath while the jury was out of the courtroom that he had not previously given prosecutors or defense attorneys a videotaped statement police had taken from Gibson. The judge said the officer was improperly testified, also improperly testified about guns found in the home of one of the men in the trial and shell casings found outside the home. Defense attorneys requested a mistrial and Strong said he had no choice but to grant it. In 17 years, I don't think I've seen it, the judge said, of errors. Do you think they fucked up on purpose? You think that the police purposely messed this case up? I probably so. It's in Mississippi, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, Brandon said, uh, "I think it's their kingdom, and true justice is a rarity, especially involving their people." Exactly. Totally agree with you. When you're in somebody else's kingdom, you can't expect justice. Exactly. This is not your. I'm not reading that next comment. Not all. I would never uh, see biracial people as light-skinned people. The problem is trying to make light-skinned people see it that way. They are so desperate for support. (laughs) (laughs) You said they need more more numbers. Who need more numbers? They say, I guess you're saying the the, the light-skinned people need more numbers, so they include... Are you saying they include biracial people? Well, to be honest with you, I think 
I think the and do I classify three classes of colored skin tones in the black community. I think it's two. I see uh there is darker skin, brown skin, and lighter skin. I think there's way more brown skin people in the community versus the other two darker skin or light skin. I believe so it's Tony and Swarthy. I think numbers are low on both on the darker skin and the lighter skin side. It's mostly brown skin people. I see Swarthy, which is Wesley Snipes and all them, and I see Tony, which is like I don't know. Brown skin. Who's somebody you consider brown skin? Like Meg the Stallion. Megan Meg the Stallion, Meg Megan Good. Kobe Bryant. Uh those are considered tawny yeah. people or all the way down to like Ain't no justice in Mississippi. Honorable, I'm not desperate. <laughs> desperate. I'm supporter as hell. George practicing boo boo and put roots. Can y'all uh, unblock Shantae's account? George she said he put roots. He put roots <laughs> on my other account. <laughs> oh shit! Now George said he is from Louisiana. Shantae, his family come from Louisiana. So he definitely into that voodoo Haitian shit. I told y'all he was Haitian. Oh, come on, man. I told you he was a fucking tether. I told you he was Haitian. Shantae, uh, honorable second, y'all unblocked Shantae's account. George Privilege needs to be suspended pending review. <laughs> you Shantae alone. She, he blocked her? George. <laughs> Meg thinks she high yellow, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Well, it's just two to me. It's, it's Tawny and Me Swart. and my chocolate wife were out earlier. Black love. <laughs> Support black love. Black love. This whitewashed dude love oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> I wonder who he's talking about. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Can y'all guess who he's talking about? Woman whose uh, ex allegedly shared her explicit photos urged victims to take their powers back. So this man... And his girl broke up. The relationship between DL and her boyfriend started to fall apart in 2020 while they were living together in Chicago. Not long after that, a DL's lawyer tell it, the spying began. Even by what attorneys described as delusion and paranoid, paranoid jealousy, her ex, Marquise Jamal Jackson, logged into a security system at DL's mother's house in Texas where DL had moved temporarily. He began recording her every move without her knowledge or consent. Shantae starting the damn coup in the chat. <laughs> Are the moms voting for George She's suspension? starting to fucking coup on I'm going to warn y'all now. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, do not. Don't leave George alone. George, do not. Just don't be banning each other. George, no, leave George alone. All right, so basically this dude got an ex, started spying on her, recorded video and pictures of her, put it on the internet, and now he has to, the judge awarded the, the, the ex or the girl $1.2 billion. What you think? I thought, the, no, he, I thought he, the number was, I thought the number was crazy. I don't think it's ever. Look at leave George alone. <laughs> She's like, nigga, I'm in the trying to defend. Really? Get wait, him, George. Get him. <laughs> wait, George, Louisiana Creole, cosplaying as African American. <laughs> he said he, hey, George said he is, his family is from Louisiana. Free nigga. George said his family is from Louisiana. Am I wrong or am I right, George? You, defend... you said you from Louisiana. <laughs> what you say? You defend the troll. You, you defend the troll of, of all, all trolls. trolls. <laughs> he said that I'm not. He said that I'm not equal, though. So this one, I this... discriminate. 
So this 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 girl was awarded 1.2 billion for her boyfriend putting her information on the internet. Obviously, this is more of a a situation where it's going to be a test to him for life after what he said to her. This is crazy. It's obviously he's not going to pay the money, but um, it's, I guess it's just a headline they want. Cause they're not she's not getting close. He did a couple thousand dollars, maybe. Yeah, he'll he'll never pay one point two billion. But the, the shit that he that he did to this woman was crazy. He was a serial stalker. Very hiking a job, a home. He hiked her that the company she worked at. He hiked her phone, her security, her emails. Her he was a psycho. Yeah, he was crazy. He was a psycho. And the only reason why I brought this up, cause I saw the name. <laughs> His name is Marquise Jamal Jackson. So I was like, this a Negro. This a Negro. He's a nigga. I ain't got looking no pictures. He might, I think he's into tech though. Yeah, he's a tech dude. He's a techie dude. That's why he know how to do all that shit. Yes, I, honestly, I think these are black people. I was shocked. Like a nigga doing this? Did she like these are black people? Yeah, yeah. these are Negroes. They doing something different. Not uh, honorable. They on some different. Don't stuff. feed the troll. I have a hard time remembering this too. Lol. <laughs> all right, now I'm gonna show this. It's a quick video. If I ain't gotta show the whole thing. I'm pretty sure y'all might have saw this if y'all on social media. So he, this dude, black dude, went to Cuba and left his resort to mess around with a local Cuban woman and went to her house. He went to a local Cuban woman's house. Yeah, this is crazy. Imagine going to another country and going in these conditions to be with some <laughs> some random woman. She then had her cousin take him back to the resort where he played some music and stuff, right? So I want to give credit to this dude here. Name. Can't say his name. Y'all might see his name on the screen, right? Uh, what's his name? Can, I can't say that name. Canoe. I see the okay. idea. So I know he's into some esoteric yeah things and all that stuff but when i saw this video this is what i thought because a lot of people when they leave their home they're not paying attention to stuff spiritually mm. they're just looking at what they see with their eyes they're not paying attention to certain situations this is what he said he said she completed the ritual the ritual with sex lured him in and took a piece of him in exchange for some of what uh what was her with uh, some of some that was with her how is it not obvious told y'all about stuff like this in them apps you're thinking I'm going, I'm I'm going to have a good time, and days later your life upside down. She did a ritual for the cousin. Now, who who would be comfortable enough to just drive some dude home? Your cousin called you, say, "Hey, come pick him up, take him back to the resort." And you just you just there for him. You just moving like that. Well, he's not scared. Yeah, that's because he's into that too. That's his family. That's what I'm saying. He's really into it. Now that he went into uh, freezing. Sorry, hold on. This picture here looks like a um, shrine. A shrine. He's not going to do that stream you on next week. Now this right here is a shrine. This is clearly a shrine to either a mother or a grandmother. Probably a grandmother who taught her what she know. And then she got a whole damn what the hell? This how you know that's who, the nigglet. I was. <laughs> this how you know when he went in her house, he wasn't paying attention to his surroundings. He was just in there for one thing. He probably was paying attention to the poverty. Yeah. And not the the actual stuff he should be looking at. Let me. Uh, Which means he didn't have no discernment, none whatsoever. He thought it was just sweet out there. This is another thing he posted. See the wall. And I'm guessing he thinks it looked like a skull. 
If you look at it, these are the eyes. That's the mouth. Uh, Honorable says sex tourism. And I wonder how often these dudes go to um, South America, the islands, over to Africa, the, uh, the Asian countries. How often do they go to these countries, go to these strange women's houses? And the, the main thing people think about and that's, that's dangerous in those situations typically is getting robbed, getting killed or something. They don't think about these people have spiritual religious beliefs over there that are different they have a different culture you don't know what she got planned when you get over there i mean in america we learn small stuff like don't drink <laughs> don't eat no spaghetti from a woman you don't know passport bros like in in america alone we learned that from your mama early don't eat no spaghetti for no strange woman or no really no type of dish like that red dishes at all then you go to a whole nother country Eat their food, go all around in their house, not knowing what they believe in, what they doing. Niggas yeah. are living on the edge, boy. What you think? <laughs> There's no way I would have went to. First of all, I don't even. I'm not even going to Cuba. In Cuba, yeah, this, I'm not going to Cuba. So no. that'll never happen to me. But even if you do that, you would think you would get there and see the house and be like. This is crazy. What am I doing here? Well, hold on. We've seen places on Twitter where they show houses where they go to and have... They meet up with people and their houses look worse than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he was like... I ain't gonna show this. this. This ain't shit compared to what I normally see. <laughs> I ain't gonna show that one. All right. Uh, well, why didn't you show that? Go uh, ahead. Nah. No, do it. I'll take it. Right. Go ahead. Y'all remember we talked about, uh, now this is old news, but people finding out about it. I didn't know about this because I didn't pay attention to it. But the same girl who played in The, the Wizard of Odds also played in a racist Judy Garland. Ass, huh? Judy Garland. Judy Garland. She also played in this racist ass movie where she was in blackface a year later, if I'm not mistaken. So people was on the ass, and then people had to point out that during this time, she was a child. She was literally forced to do these movies. She was being drugged up. Sure she was. She later in life went on to be a person who pushed for civil rights and all the other stuff. Never heard of it. She's she out there. You, you type my yeah, name you in. know what they do? Huh? They put an article too out there about you. That's, That's not She did stuff back in the day. But uh, I'm, I'm going to ask Trevor. When we saw that, Trevor immediately saw this. He was like, oh, God. <laughs> I already <laughs> I know. I was, but then I stood strong. And I said, but, I still don't change my stance. Because he said that The Wizard of Oz... Is better than the Wiz. Yeah, it is. Hey, stand on it, man. I don't. I don't agree. <laughs> I blocked you, then Travis is a scholar. <laughs> uh, Never said I was a scholar. Don't try to be a scholar. I uh, wanted Georgia man arrested after applying for a job at Arkansas Police Department. You go ahead and tell the story. You tell this story. We ain't got to read this. <laughs> what happened in this story here? <laughs> He wouldn't try to get a job. I didn't even read this. You didn't read it? No. Then a black dude wouldn't try to get a job as a police officer. He didn't really. Well, maybe he did know. He had a warrant. Look what she said. We need to read Honorable. How often, a lot especially the good military black man, they're, uh, they're all over there causing infiltration, overpaying trans and baby mamas for sex. Oh yeah, that's all men that go over there. You know, especially those, particularly I said when those those Asian countries. That's when they into that weird stuff. Cuba, they remove 
travel. Oh, Cuba that they moved, uh, removed the travel. Okay. Travis, ever don't read. Education restrictions. Friction. Keep it got in my damn cab. <laughs> crab cakes. So basically, this Malaysia. Black, Malaysia, yeah. Malaysia. What's the other one? Um, uh, Bangkok, where's that at? What country is that in? Is that in? Bangkok is in China, ain't it? No. <laughs> no. It's in. Um, it's a, I know the name of the damn country. I can't think of it right now. But yeah, those type of country. The one, the, the one they went in, they went to in that movie. Uh, what's the, uh, the movie Mike Tyson was in? Hungover, Hungover, or whatever it's called. Hungover one or two, whatever it is. What about them? That's for the trans, the the lady boys and all this. Oh, stuff Thailand. Out. Thailand, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the Thai boys. So this black dude in in Arkansas. Went to the become a police officer. Oh, I do remember this story. I didn't read it though. With the warrant. Oh, I had I had some stuff to say about it. He was dumb. <laughs> How are you gonna go and try to apply to be a police officer and you got warrants? Did you think that you were gonna slip through the cracks? And they're gonna say we're gonna let you be a police officer to redeem yourself and get this warrant off of you? No, we're gonna lock your ass up. It says police in Arkansas say a man applying to be a police officer had warrants for his arrest in Georgia, according to the press release. From the uh, Marcello Police Department, 24-year-old Justin C. Carter applied for the police department position through an online application while hiding in South Carolina. Authorities say that the 24-year-old fugitive came to Arkansas to verify details for the physical fitness test. After he arrived, officers say there were uh, discrepancies in his physical appearance from his backyard check. After police further investigated Carter's history, they found his real identity in a nationwide warrant for his arrest for, uh, from Georgia. The next day, Carter met police in the high school track to perform his fitness test. Look at what honorable. The officers allowed Carter to perform the fitness test and took him to custody right after he completed the test. Police said that he wanted he was wanted over probation violation in Georgia. Following his arrest, he is awaiting transportation back to Georgia. Good lord, man. That was that was one of the, That's you, dumb. Keefer hit it on the head, dummy. So he had a warrant in Georgia, ran off to South Carolina, and, and applied to, to be a cop in Arkansas. Do you think they're going to just let you in? How are you running from law enforcement and then try to join it? I guess he tried to do that so that he... But you on probation. <laughs> so what? Have you ever heard of somebody no. having warrants and then applying to be a police officer and they let it go? Unless they commit a crime without a felony and they do the, they serve their time or whatever, pay off their fees, then maybe... Maybe he might be able to come. Well, if he my it. first cousin, he do first cousin too. <laughs> That's a dumb <laughs> Negro of the week. We might have a whole little series, but that's the dumb Negro of the week. So think- we're gonna be out here talking shit about black people doing a donkey of the day. So we're gonna do a dummy of the day. So we're gonna be out here doing this to black people. You hear this? I would never do some shit like this. Have a dummy of the day. Blasphemy. I almost said blasphemy. You don't understand the artistry of the whiz. <laughs> He watched Blue Streak too many times. <laughs> yeah, Martin. <laughs> Try to become a cop. Nigga, you too crazy to be a damn cop. LOL, dummy of the day. Dummy of the damn day, I swear. Lord have mercy. All right. Um, let me go here. <laughs> I felt betrayed. A black Maryland cop blew the whistle on racist text messages and how an abuse in his department. Now he's afraid for his life. Um... A black Prince George's, uh, Pink Prince George's County police officer is afraid for his safety after he reported a fellow officer for the uh, use of force violation against a suspect, suspect who turned out to be uh, misidentified. 
In October 2020, Officer Michael Brown had been on duty in Maryland County with fellow Officer Captain Daryl Wormuth. Uh, together, they, crack, they tracked down an armed 17-year-old suspect named Kayvon Hines. After successfully restraining him, he struck the teen in the throat. Honorable said, was he African-American? That hairline looked crazy. <laughs> we really be paying attention to the hairlines heavy now. <laughs> What's your hairline look like? Take your hat off. Take your hat off. <laughs> he looked like a broke Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, shit. <laughs> he looked like Cuba Gooding Jr. He looked like a broke Cuban Gooding Jr. This is the crazy shit George say. How many times have I said George looked like Cuba Gooding Jr. And he gonna say some shit like that. Knowing he broke his hell. Flashlight security uh, officer. George, where, what shelter are you staying at so I can donate? I'm living paycheck to paycheck, though. You won't get no smoke on the scream yard because you fucking try to over-talk people. I don't over-talk people. I let them talk. Let them get their point across. Authorities soon found out Hines was wrongly identified as a suspect the officers were meant to be. Uh, Brown told NBC, NBC4 Washington that he was uh, alarmed because the department had never trained to put their hands on anyone's neck. Brown, with the assistance of his partner, Officer Thomas Lester, reported him, resulting in him being charged with misconduct in office and second-degree assault. So now he's afraid after calling him out that they're going to try to do something to him. That's why officers don't do nothing. Do he have any support from the community? He ain't got no support from me. Why? He has a warrant. What? Oh, this is another topic. Shit, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't shake your head at me. Okay. Yes, he should have support. He blew the whistle on a text message that was sent, and black people should should be supporting. They did the same thing to the black woman. Yeah, the one in the... She uh, blew the whistle, and she had no support from black people. There was no GoFundMes for her, and yeah, we haven't even heard her no more since then. Well, she got suspended, and I'm guessing... She lost her job. She got fired? I, I'm pretty sure she got fired. Okay. I thought they really, I thought they moved. And I us. haven't heard black people talk about her since, or she hasn't been in the news since. Correct me if that I'm wrong. That was in 2020, y'all. so yeah, I don't know. I don't overtalk people. You just weak. No, I'm not weak. You do overtalk people. You don't let people get their points across. You do. Kifa, lol. I protect you, girl. Don't miss the part where he provided false identification. Whose ID did he have? <laughs> Listen, I would see how to read these damn articles. Look, I'm not going to see say, how I do try to. He try to put a little spin on. I don't the, try to do nothing on the black man. No vic. Uh, Honorable Sienna said no victims. <laughs> Tell the whole fucking story. <laughs> Peachy yeah, County is a black county too. County. But now they found a prove it. They found out the dude they were after. This is misidentified. That's not him. So even though he lied about his identity, he is not the person they were looking for. So okay. at this point, it should be, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But we cannot let that <laughs> fact go that Honorable Sienna presented. She on his ass, uh, False identification. She on the ass. All right. Appeals court rules woman who had $8,000 see-through asset for forfeiture uh, will get her day in court. Crystal Starling lost $8,000 as he missed one of the several filings deadlines to contest a seizure of her money by police. The federal appeals court says she and others like her should be given more leeway. You see this one? No. 
After police raided her apartment, Rochester resident Crystal Stalling lost $8,000 to the government because of a, of a missed deadline despite never being charged with a crime. But last week, a federal appeals court revived her case. The public uh, interest law firm representing Starling, the Institute for Justice, says the ruling is a welcome back on uh, welcome check on civil asset for forfeiture, which allows law enforcement to seize property suspected of being connected to crimin- criminal activity without charging the owner with a crime. That's so messed up. Now, I will say this. Growing up, I remember there was a um, there was some drug dealers in our neighborhood. Mm. They got caught, and the police seized their vehicles and turned them into police vehicles. You're talking about the, the, the kingpins. The kingpins <laughs> Where we in from? our neighborhood. They were. They really were moving. Okay. okay. They didn't live in our neighborhood, though. No, they lived in. Okay. Uh, they did not live in our neighborhood. And they were selling in our neighborhood. In other places, I'm sure. They were they were selling it in areas surrounding our neighborhood. Well, who? I'm not gonna say their names. I ain't saying name. Yeah, they were selling it in the neighborhood too. Why are you trying to paint us as these? Uh, 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 we were. That's not us. Not what? Go ahead, continue with your story. Point of the matter: they took a vehicle <laughs> and turned it into police vehicles, and that's not the same thing as this because they were committing a crime and she wasn't charged with a crime. But the fact that you can just take my property without charging me with a crime don't seem right, right or fair. It's not fair. But, but as they say, fair is a place they judge. But pigs. they they do do that. Yeah. So so now I'm, they're giving her a chance to get her money back. Hopefully she do. Um, I'm here for Duke and Travis, not Disney's new Pixar Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at this. We God expose damn. racist and pedos. A racist white supremacist threatened an elderly black man and called him the N-word while riding on the bus. And, well, you know what happened next. Unk left him in a puddle in his own piss. Hit me, please. Do something. Should we allow a word to provoke this much emotion out of you? Well, what's the difference between him saying that and bitch or anything disrespectful? It's not really the word. It's the intent behind it. You're trying to say something to disrespect me, so I'm going to give you what you want. Or you could just ignore it. You would ignore that, dude? I think I would just ignore it and pay no attention. No. I'm going to give him what you want. You going to give him some licks? Yeah. Okay. But I'm surprised that he's the only one that did something. Why are all these other black people standing around? So they're all supposed to attack him. And see him saying this to an elder and don't defend the elder. Nobody want to defend the elder? Chicago. Now, that's a difference if he's going after an elder. The that's dude's older. What you mean? But that, that's what I'm saying. If he's going after an elder, it's, that's different. So wait, let me, see, let me get this right. So if, if the dude said this to an older black man, you do something. Because she's disrespecting our elder. But if you said it to a younger black man, everybody ignore it? It's just a word. I'm not going to let it provoke emotion. All right, Mr. Stoicism. All right, stick to it. Be stoic. Be uh, determinism. Just, you know, move on from it. All right. <laughs> he got his ass whooped. This is good. <laughs> Look at our. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. They stay targeting African Americans. Exactly. She said this is good for him. I agree. Good for him. He got what he wanted. Good for him. 
Uh, <laughs> George, a damn shame, not his baby softest. <laughs> and they gonna play. Uh, they gonna even, play a bit. Pay the bell. You didn't even spell Charmin Tishy right. You don't spell it with an S. It's a C. You said are they gonna pay the bell when you get arrested? So if you're sitting on a train and somebody is purposely just saying derogatory words to you and you decide to put hands on them, the people on the train should pay your bail. So you now now I got to pay your bill because you're acting off of emotion and no, I said I'm asking her. Does she think the if you do it because she's saying she's saying are they gonna pay my bill or are you saying as a as a standby as a person who's there and somebody is saying something to an elder, you're not getting involved because these people on this damn train ain't gonna pay my bill to get out of here. You know what it's called? It's having it's called having self control and not letting. Some, sometimes you can. You can let something put you in a position and then you don't think what's, what's going to happen to you after what you've done. So after you attack this man, you, they're going to lock you up. Yeah. So that was worth you getting locked up? If he's saying something, if he, look. Okay, then you were right. Sure. Y'all know kingpins. I'm about Y'all to say that. Money. Y'all, they were kingpins. <laughs> they were kingpins. They were kingpins. Honorable, Matter we fact, are not lying. They I'm not were kingpins. I'm not going to say his name, but one of them got a shout out on a Rick Ross song. And one of them, and he also has a book. It's on Amazon. He got a book he wrote. I ain't going to say his name, but. We cannot say his name. We can. He, he already served his time. Well, I'm not going to say his name. Why? He hasn't paid me for any advertisement to say his name. Ain't, ain't going <laughs> to buy the damn book. Ten uh, people ain't gonna buy the damn book. I'm not. I'm not going to say his name because we haven't asked him to say his name. But yeah, he. They were definitely kingpins. If they touch me, it's on. Words are just words. Okay. Words. Where white folk train you very well, Travis, to protect them and not harm them. I'm protecting them. In my expert opinion, <laughs> that was an ass whoop. <laughs> hey, any of y'all out there that want to put feet? And hands all over anybody that calls you that derogatory word, please do so. Shante said, "Free time green." <laughs> is he still? Is he banned? I no. Oh, he's not. I he should not can, be banned. I think we can see who's banned. I can see it when we. I can go check. Uh, my niece' name is Mason. <laughs> Somebody slap her with a phone book. Brandon, do it and get a <laughs> give you a dollar. All right, let's move on. School district called State Ed Department Bluff. Keep AP American Studies on the books. Uh, this is in uh, North Little Rock. North Little Rock. Uh, jo- Jonesboro says he'll continue to offer AP Amer- American Studies despite the last-minute maneuver by the Arkansas Department of Education to defund and discredit the class. So Little Rock going to keep AP African American Studies. There's it's some niggas in Arkansas. It's Little Rock, though. Arkansas. Ain't that where... Um, Yes. No, that was Gary. That's Gary. What? Indiana. What? Gary. Michael Indiana. Jackson. The Jacksons. Little Rock, Arkansas, is where the the five the kids the first five the black American kids went into the they got to be the first integrated kids yeah. to go into there. Yeah, yeah. Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, now they can teach that. That's also where they uh the Hillary uh, Hillary Clinton they, oh, yeah, they the don't Arkansas come from Little Rock count. but they come from the state of Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. So body. every time you talk about Arkansas, you gotta talk about the the Clinton. <laughs> The Clinton. <laughs> or Rodman. Hillary Rodman. Yeah, Rodman. All right. North Korea says a U.S. soldier crossed his border because of racism Who in America. Who was provocateur last week? You know who. On the bus, it's different. I recall my last time I took the city bus. On a crowded bus, I got up for an older black man. Guess who he gave his <laughs> seat to? A white woman. Oh, Lord. Honorable Sienna. 
I, 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 I honestly believe you. I believe her when she said that. <laughs> you said give it to a wife. That's uh, why nowadays people do not get up for the elderly. Oh, they only want to get up for the disability, disabled people, none of them. All right. North Korea. The, the dude, uh, Travis King, he said he went to North Korea because of the racism in America. We buying that story? Hmm? Oh, Brinkley has something. Why is money green? Because Jews pick it when it's right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Travis King, he says he went to North Korea because of racism. What we, what we think of that? You think he's telling it the truth? Be, maybe true. Maybe a double agent, like you said. You think he's trying to get out of a charge? He could be trying to get out of a charge. But that's why these Asian countries... They laugh at America when they try to be the moral, uh, the moral compass. compass of the world. Yeah, they're like, "You own slaves. Yeah, you, you, you still treat. You're shooting down African Americans in your in your country. Russia did it too. Putin did it last year. Yeah, Putin did it earlier this year. So this is a great uh, get out of jail bail yeah, for this, him card if Trump he wants card. to go to North Korea and say, "Hey, I came to your country because of uh, what's the word? What that the immigrants use? Discrimination? No." Asylum. Oh, for I'm asylum. I'm coming to North Korea for asylum. <laughs> I fear going to America because of racism. For retribution because of racism. <laughs> he gonna I ain't mad at the brother. Do what you got to do. <laughs> Black man is honorable. He Black. might be slightly retarded. <laughs> Who goes in North? <laughs> wow. Who in North? I will agree. That's why I don't believe the story. Obviously, I believe him going to North Korea is a military reason. Maybe he is just. A young dude who made a rash decision because he just didn't want to go back to America and face dishonorable discharge or something. So he just ran in North Korea like an idiot and thought shit was going to be sweet. I don't know. But I don't think it's going to end well for him. Slightly retired. Okay, Little Rock. Yeah, Little Rock said they're going to keep teaching the black American history. <laughs> um, This right here, and this is the news that came out that I saw. North Korea preparing long-range missile tests and spy satellite launch, says South Korea. They've been doing that for a while. They've been doing that for like three years, four years now. So <laughs> they're like trying to get America ain't bust the grape. Or... Maybe that's why Travis King is going over there to figure it out. Oh, Look, he's gonna. Dennis Rodman went over there. Dennis Rob Dennis Rodman was negotiating with uh, what's his name, Kim Jong Un. My little Robbie George, I told you about that man. <laughs> U.S. military could create global biological crisis. The Pentagon is uh, especially interested in studying infections that could be used for weapons. So speaking of uh, North Korea talking about bombing, talking about um, testing their bombs, Russia is saying America is trying to create a global biological weapon. Yeah. (laughs) Just just throwing it out. I'm just running through these stories right quick. Uh Okay. They've killed every other American that has been over there. That's not a celebrity. Exactly. We'll see what they do with him. They 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 came out and said he is there and said why he want to be there. They might try to use him for some leverage like Russia did with Brittany Griner. We'll see. Turkey warned Russia after cargo ship incident that Black Sea Turkish president. Quick story. Turkey tried to get some ships to the docks of Ukraine. Russia fired a warning shot. And now the NATO is saying... If Russia do that again, we're going to war. I'm just saying that right quick. I know a little bit of uh, people don't talk about what's possibly going on. We might go to war in the next couple of months, but just letting it, letting it be known. All right, let me. Uh, all 
And Georgia indictment charges a 19-member uh, criminal enterprise. Here's who they are. Stop going to these goofy-ass places, then expect somebody to come. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me get this right quick. Hold on, y'all. I want to play because they're still yeah, after thirty-four felons. They're still after Trump. I'm playing it again. They still after Big Trump. So they still trying to get Trump out of here. And they I, pulled the war card so we can skip the election. LOL. We ain't skipping no election, Kifa. We not skipping no election. And, oh, they got a new one out yet now, y'all. They wish death on Trump, man. Trump said they give your black guy ninety one charges. Trump said they Trump said they give your black ass a hundred years. They're trying to give him a thousand. The fifty said they give you a hundred. It's all cause he eat a steak well done. <laughs> See what happened when you eat your steak well done. So Donald Trump, they Georgia now, we already said they're trying to get him. They finally came around with the indictments. Controversy came behind this. I'm, I'm finna. finna. I'm finna did it. I'm finna. I'm finna did it. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I wanted to play that one line, but it's whatever. What one line? Where you said they give your black ass a hundred years, but I could I could get to it. Yeah. Thirty-four. Trump. <laughs> All right, Georgia. Now this is the controversy behind what happened. Georgia court clerks, uh, cops to early release of Trump charges. I am human. So one of the court clerks accidentally, quote unquote, released Trump's indictment papers on the internet early that before, was no accident literally the papers for his charges were released before it was approved before it was agreed upon by the court and the jury they haven't even indicted him yet <laughs> and they had it out there so now some people saying i'm not saying it is some people are saying that means that this is all it was this is all planned it's already they already know what's gonna happen the charges already they already know what's gonna happen absolutely he's gonna be found guilty or whatever yeah He's expected if he found guilty of all this stuff, he could have years. I'm just saying. He said the Atlanta clerk whose uh, whose office posted a list of charges against former President Donald Trump hours before the grand jury approved them belatedly took responsibility for the embarrassing mishap Wednesday. Humans. I am human. Fulton County Clout Clerk. This right here. Speak, this is the last thing we're going to speak on. We're going to go quickly through these Trump situations. Every time Trump gets indicted a day before that, Something comes out about the Hunter Biden family. FBI releases documents on Biden. Trump gets indicted. Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop plea deal comes out. More indictments. Uh, Devon Archer tells Congress that Joe Biden was on uh, over 20 calls. Trump gets indicted again. Now I want to show. And you notice all the people involved with the case. I have to say it. It is three black women. That's how they're selling it. Do StreamYard, bro. Yeah, we will be doing StreamYard next week. 
We need to troll free TV. These three black women are holding Donald Trump accountable. That's how they're selling the narrative now. And these are the three that's doing it. Go ahead. Okay. So this is uh first we're gonna play. You wanna play which one you play first? I don't care which one you play. We're gonna play two first. Let me uh Turn that shit off. <laughs> that was terrible. Turn that shit off. Now I'm going to play A Thin Line Between Love and Hate by H-Town. He tried, wanted to use the big joker, by the way. He wanted to use uh, knocking the boots. You don't need knocking the boots. You wanted to use knocking the boots. <laughs> For them, you don't need knocking the boots. <laughs> it's a different energy, huh? She wouldn't harm people of color. 
Thin line between love and hate. What y'all got? Thin line between love and hate. Or so really, it's really H Town versus Troop. Troop. So you got Troop, no question. I have H Town, no question. <laughs> this wasn't even. It wasn't even the best one. And then he making up all excuses. Why didn't you play? Uh, I'm not soup. All I do is think of you. I told Duke to play All I Do Is Think Of You. He said that song was not popular enough. I did not say that. I went based off of the most popular song. It wasn't as popular as this one. You're not going to address anything with me next week. <laughs> so you can get that out your head. Right, let me uh, get the, get it set up right quick. All I do is think is a classic, though. All right. And with that. H-Town, no competition. And it, took it, and it, <laughs> it ain't took, no fucking competition. And it took it from the, the Jacksons. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. oh, Damn, that's not even their song. So what we don't. We cover, don't, they're a cover band, a gap band. Wow. Who Okay, who have we done so far? We did. Um, you don't have, you don't got shit. We did Bobby Key Sweat. We did somebody else too. That's it. Yeah, we did somebody else. Now yeah, we got H-Town True. It was another one I forgot. Who y'all debating on next? Nobody. <laughs> it's already set in stone. Everything. This is it. He's lost every round. He, oh, I got Howard one. Howard Hewitt. I got one. Who? Now, y'all might agree on this one. Jodeci versus Boys and Men. Why would you say that's two totally different uh, that's the point. groups? Who are you guys going to compare them to? Oh, what's the other one name with, uh, with uh, Cisco? True Hill. Jodeci versus True Hill. But that's like a... That's brother, like the brother. mentor and the uh, apprentice. The apprentice going at one another. But which one you got? You have George. You lost it all. Which one you got? That's hard. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna choose between either one. Wow. Maryland right. versus North Carolina. I'm not. I'm not choosing between. Why wouldn't I just choose North Carolina? Because I like Drew Hill. That and I you, like that, Jodeci hold on, as that well. You like Drew Hill more. Huh? That means you like Drew Hill more. That's not what I'm him. saying at all. All right. Dupe smoking rocks. <laughs> anyway, okay. man. At the end there, it kind of got, the rhythm got messed up. Shante had to create a whole new account. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. She said she created another account. Why? Somebody putting voodoo on her account. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey. Sorry the energy got ruined at the end there with we the lag. Make sure it don't happen next week. Come on, come on, come on. Are y'all out there living it up? <laughs> living it up. Uh. A good chick, before it's all over, I'ma meet this chick. Probably treat this chick more better. Cause if you ain't no thugs and ladies go together, popping my collar partner, who in the spot, baby, ruling the spot, in the mug, in the watch, of me. Half of y'all hate me, half y'all love me. The ones that hate me only hate me cause they don't trust me. And they say I'm lucky. You think I got time to blow all this dough and do all and this Church you know, I'm a judge of white love, the old, another episode. Everybody that be living it up, you say. Yeah, somehow it was at the beginning of the stream. I don't know.
stopping by appreciate y'all for coming in and joining us on the saturday i know you have friends and loved ones that you would yeah, love to be spending time with but you chose to spend this evening with us and we greatly appreciate it definitely do and i agree on him but jaru was the man that she gave him one year i think he had more than one year he had um he had I think two, one, uh, he two, had a two yeah, about i three say two thousand into like he had a good three years, three, four year run. Yeah, Jaru. Yeah, a couple years in him. But anyway, man, y'all be safe. All praise to the most high. Peace, man.